Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Hi, it's Carl Deichler, CEO of Beachbody. And I'm giving away 10,000 free memberships a week to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition app. Pick any program and just follow it step by step, like 21-Day Fix, Insanity, P90X, T25, and Pio. These programs really work. And this is your one chance to try them for free. Go to BeachbodyFree.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. You're back. Zach is back. He is here. Zach, you you survived. My name is Ryan Van Vliet, everybody, for those who are downloading for the first time or listening live on Trello.live slash Vlietis. Uh, Geezy, welcome back. How do you feel, number one? I feel amazing. So I think we should spoil this. You did not have COVID. Like every, so that's the funny thing is like I, I kept it cryptic. I wanted it to be like WWE when one of their guys gets COVID. You don't say anything. Nobody knows what's happening. We just... We have Karrion Cross lose one week. and then Matty Spice 04 says, can you keep Jeezy Gino fucking sucks? Gino is not live <laughs> on Spice this Spice says, can you oh, keep no. Jeezy Gino fucking sucks? I love it. It's going to double pump. Actually, I think if I just close this window. Sonic Gino says TNA. Gino says TNA, Geezy. What do you think about that? Uh, who, who doesn't love TNA? So you did not have COVID, but you know people that did, right? I know. Yeah, I know a couple people that got COVID. Quigley says, how do we know it's not Gino under that mask? That's true. <laughs> Many people didn't even care until you started wearing the mask. Like, that's really what it is. Like, you and Bane, Nobody. You and Bane have a lot in common. So you're wearing this mask now. You're in what I would call, like, a COVID house where just everybody there has COVID. So yeah. the only, like, ma- we all don't think masks work until we're surrounded by COVID where, oh my gosh, this thing can get me at every twist and turn, right? It, it Everywhere. It's everywhere. I have a bottle of Clorox with me because it sanitizes the air. Oh, the air is the problem now. Yeah, see, I, w- don't you worry, though? Because here's my argument to wearing the mask indoors. Are you weakening your immune system now? Because I feel like Joe Rogan inspired me to just get it. The way he talked about COVID, <laughs> once you get COVID, you're you're safer from COVID than not. So you're in a house where everybody had COVID except for you. Yes. Well, except for me and my oldest, everybody else got it. <laughs> my two-year-old, you wouldn't even know, didn't yeah. even have a runny nose. Everybody else went to the hospital. Yeah. So it was uh, <laughs> 50% of your household went to the hospital. Every- <laughs> 50% and everybody who's not you over the age of 10 made, made it to the hospital. So this is, so this was like, honestly, for me, this is my first COVID. You're like patient zero. Cause now my friend Jason got COVID <laughs> and when he told me he got COVID, he called me and he sounded great. And he was, you know, Oh, I, I've been asleep for, for 10 days. And I, and I asked like, did you go to, did you go to the hospital? Oh no, I just stayed in bed and rested. And I was like, okay, that's not really COVID then. You know, that's you, you, you tested positive and you were not feeling well. That's not really COVID. Like I'm waiting for what your, what your family had. Like, okay, we can't breathe. Let's go to the (laughs) hospital now. So you, like you had this, you saw this firsthand people not being able to breathe. And I've seen, uh, I've, I've seen your wife's uh, Facebook posts since being home. I mean, it looks like hell still on oxygen at home. Yeah. It was rough. My wife, Got it the worst out of anybody here. The other two people who went to the hospital are in their late 60s and have a lot of health conditions, and they made it pretty okay. Fought right My through My wife it. was 
fucked. Breeze right through. No, no worries for me, bro. Yeah, yeah they is... were there. They were there a couple of days. My wife was there eight days. That's so interesting that, yeah, they would almost have you. You'd figure it would be. Oh, well, clearly they have, you know, oh, well, they're the ones who are on oxygen. And also being on oxygen, oxygen seems terrifying to me. Like, I, I don't want, oh. like, I'm okay with getting sick as long as, like, once it's over, it's over. This is completely opposite of that, where suddenly you can get sick and that shit stays with you. And, like, is, is she going to be one of these people that are never better? I think she's going to be okay. Like, we can get into the details, because she ended up taking remdesivir in a another emergency use drug Uh-oh. and it was like it turned it around fast and everything i've seen like all the there's no permanent lung damage but that's the crazy thing is like my wife did not get pneumonia she got it was just inflammation from covid and she was in respiratory failure so how did it start so i know you texted me like oh she got the vid do you do you can you do we do any contact tracing can we nfl this thing right now like when did she get it? How did she get it? Did your kids bring it home from school? Like, is that the, like, what, is there a, a, a moment in your life that you can kind of pinpoint to? She was probably exposed. This is where she got it. No clue. My oldest, the only one in school, was negative the whole time. Right. So it didn't come from there. My wife, my wife and I went out. And we're together all weekend. She got symptoms on Tuesday. So they say you're the most contagious like two days before. <laughs> so we were together the entire time and I never got it. So she must have got it from work because she works at an urgent care where they see that shit all the time. Yeah. And that's the other thing is she's been around COVID for over a year. Like she's been one of these frontline workers. She that- had a, a guy who tested positive cough in her face with no mask or face mask on and she didn't get it. Yeah, and she didn't get it, which is, you know, obviously that that's all the fodder that people need for, you know, oh, this should, it's all nonsense. It's all poppycock. That's what they all say. And, and I've, like, I'm one of these people who always tiptoes in between. Like, I work in healthcare now, so it's like, yeah, obviously COVID's real. Now I know somebody who has almost died from it. And now, so I'm trying to, you know, I'm living in this world now, like a whole new world of COVID that I didn't live in a year ago. <laughs> she has lived in like the urgent care. She's been there. She's seen this all happening and it took this long for her to get it. And it, and I don't know what, and I, I'm wondering when it happened because I don't know when, but I went to a baseball game with somebody who tested positive two days later. So kind of the same scenario. Yeah. I didn't get it. My wife didn't get it. My cousin didn't have it. Like, well, I think I told you I went to lunch with a guy that tested positive and shared chips and salsa with him and sat across from him for like an hour and a half. Yeah. And you and you didn't get so it's this phantom virus that picks and chooses. And I was even listening to our good friend, Dr. Sanjay Gupta from CNN, saying this really <laughs> shouldn't be considered a respiratory virus. It really is more it's a vascular. It's disease. a vascular disease. So it sounds way scarier. But but I almost agree. Like, how does this I've been in scenarios where I'm breathing. I've been to Disneyland where everyone's breathing on each other. And I've been in airports. I've done so many things that should have been. Oh, well, you're going to get it here. Here's the super spreader event you were waiting for. But it's still I I avoided it at all costs. Knock on wood. I'm officially vaxxed, by the way. (laughs) It's been two weeks since my my second dose. So now I'm good all for the way. You. I, yeah, good, You're a hero. Good for you. You're a hero. Like, I'm a shiro. That's my new favorite thing. I like that. <laughs> I like women that are heroes. They're shiros. So 
your wife, by the way, a Shiro. She almost died. Uh, now her antibodies are probably stronger than anyone else's in your house, though. Like you, you, oh, she for sure is not getting vaccinated now. <laughs> oh yeah, you're, she's solid. Yeah, it's. <laughs> yeah. But w- with that experience, it does. I, I don't know. It seems like yeah, I would be like you wearing the mask indoors right now, and I am shocked that. Uh, and again, yeah, your your in laws with all of their comorbidities, if you will. I can't believe that they're just totally fine. They breeze right through this. My mother-in-law had the flu and COVID. Oh, they co- and that's <laughs> that's what they say is like the compounded stuff is what really does it to you. Like when you were telling me that that Becca almost had uh, pneumonia, like you were worried that's what she had as well. Like that's what almost killed Hunter, former former co-host of this very Bleedy's <laughs> uh, podcast here. So yeah, and who knows what happened to him. So <laughs> like that's what I, so you know that that's kind of where it gets you. That's why when the CDC released those updated numbers like only 6000 people have died from just covid. Every everything else has been covid and and pneumonia, covid and, and this, covid and that, covid and cancer, all of these other comorbidities, a word I never knew and now I hear at least 3 times a day. Like like all of all of that seems to be the huge factor. So if she had pneumonia and covid, that's uh, that sounds like when it's over. No, my my wife did not have pneumonia. Exactly. She avoided it. But that's the thing. So that's where like the vascular disease makes sense because she didn't have pneumonia in her lungs. The tissue in her lungs was getting fucked up and causing inflammation, which is causing her not to breathe. So I, I yeah. I yeah. I agree. It's a vascular disease for sure. <laughs> it's so you and she says that like is she not getting vaxxed now? Because I know the healthcare workers in a lot of states are going on strike. They're being forced to quit. They're they're going on like su- suspension. Since she had COVID, is there some sort of exemption for her to not get the vax? I don't know. I that needs to be addressed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there, her work hasn't enforced it at all. So I don't know. I think in Utah, sure it might be a mandate, but like. I don't know any healthcare person. I was just telling you, we have a friend who's a nurse that works for the biggest hospital and urgent care place out here, and they're not enforcing it either. So I, I doubt it. And we'll oh, see. and I wanted to. So in the ivermectin, so you oh. you were excited almost. You were giddy to you wanted to be one of the ivermectin people. And after listening to Rogan and Sanjay Gupta, I I am like. 100% on board with I was already on board with ivermectin just because it I like science so <laughs> when when one person does something and it cures something I go wow that's interesting we should look into that I don't just automatically go it's for horses it's well come on <laughs> we got to start somewhere everybody and this was also used by doctors in several other cases so how was your experience getting ivermectin getting this taboo sexy drug that all the cool kids want I lost all faith. Maddie Spice zero four says Sanjay Gupta tries to take my social security number. Not covered advice. Oh, did you hear that? Sanjay <laughs> Gupta wants his wants his number. So yeah, walk me through walk me through getting Sanjay Gupta's favorite drug, uh, ivermectin. It was fucking the most the most ridiculous part of this whole thing. So that's why I was like. Nah, I don't need to get vaccinated. I'm young. And my doctor was like, I'll you call me and I'll send in ivermectin for you. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck it. We're good. So I go. 
Becca starts getting sick. Go to the doctors. He prescribes it to all of us with just me going. He's like, yeah, sends it in. Call the pharmacy. They're like, we're not giving you fucking horse dewormer. So they're in on it. Like they they hear they hear from CNN, they hear from whatever medical boards they follow because apparently there was some sort of like they have said poison control has been called like a thousand times or something. So there is some data coming out that people are abusing it. Like people well, are go- you can go on Amazon and buy ivermectin and it is fucking horse dewormer. Sure. So I get that. Much like you can get you can get painkillers for horses that would probably kill a human, even though it's similar ingredients. Yeah. But so that was the first that like my wife was so pissed. This was before she was getting like really sick. So she called him and that's straight up what they told her. They're like, we won't fill this. We're not going to give you horse dewormer. So we're like, fuck you. I probably called 20 pharmacies. None of them would fill it for covid and so i went back to our doctor and he was like what are you talking about i (laughs) prescribed this to so many people and i was like dude so they have a pharmacy in their building and he went down and talked to the pharmacist and the pharmacist was like yeah we can't fill it at all and it was a combination of insurance company well three things they, of course, raised the price of ivermectin. So now it's like $1,000 a bottle. Yeah. And then the insurance companies stopped paying for it if it was prescribed for COVID as off-label. So they were selling a $1,000 bottle of medicine, and then they go to bill the insurance. They don't pay for it. So they got to try and collect $1,000 from the fucking person who got it. And then on top of that, their liability insurance wasn't covering was telling them not to do it as an off-label prescription. Which is so bizarre because it is, it's been used to treat COVID already. And since it goes viral because Joe Rogan brings it up and because we need to make Joe Rogan look like an idiot at any possible chance we get, we got to make this comedian podcaster look like a dummy. So that was <laughs> kind of the, that's the only inspiration I could think of for this thing. And it, even listening to this, uh, I mean, it, it, this viral Sanjay Gupta and uh, Joe Rogan, like their conversation, it really was that that's the ultimate question. Like why? Because Joe Rogan makes a few comments about being anti-vaccine for people under the age of 18. Like that's the only real difference he has for the vac- the vaccine. He's saying for children, get out of my face. Nin- 99.6% survival rate from COVID <laughs> and you want to vaccinate, you want to, mandate like mandate vaccines for these kids that's ridiculous like it it is silly to even think that's what the plan is so that's the only thing he objects to but since he objects that since he's against that cnn grain even a little bit that's what forces their hand to okay he got covid yes like we, we hope like honestly cnn probably hope this guy died and oh yeah and if he died they could have just said look you need the vax but since he survived and he tells everybody here's what i did to survive it they need to pick out something so they probably googled everything he took and when you when you look up ivermectin (laughs) it does show that it is a you know it's used for animals and that's probably where they said it's a horse dewormer they ignored every medical use for humans they focused on the one thing to try and make them look bad and it all had to be just because just to just be and, and people that listen to him probably aren't listening to cnn 
right? Like, I I don't think anyone's listening to CNN anymore. Does anyone listen to CNN or pay attention? They I was watching baseball. The viewership's down like eighty percent since Trump is out. I'm watching it? baseball on TBS right before we started here, and there's a big thing on the backstop that just says CNN Plus 2022. Like, who's getting that? <laughs> I need more CNN. I need more of this. There's no way. Fuck no. That would be ridiculous. But that, I thought they, like, some of their shows now aren't even getting a million viewers. Oh, gosh. Well, <laughs> they, they live so much in the, in the I, I, I listened to another Rogan, I think, which I'm not even a Rogan guy. That's, that's like R- Rogan saying he's not even a Republican. I'm not even a Rogan guy, but just. Like when I'm when I'm Ball on a he's roll, a, he's very left leaning. Oh, so left leaning. Yeah, he's always <laughs> got to bring up how left leaning he is, because well, I've always been for women's rights and blah blah blah. Like, he names all these things. Like, I want to I want to ask him like, what is a Republican? Like, what do you define a conservative or or a Republican as? Because he's he's like a lot of liberals that I know where they they've just been convinced by this marketing campaign that Republicans only like white people. And they're like white men. Like that's that's what the whole marketing <laughs> campaign is based around. But then he's talking about the homeless people talking about how they need to be held accountable. It's like, do you think the Democratic Party's holding anyone accountable for anything? I gotta pay three thirteen a gallon for gas in Texas, which is insane. <laughs> You're and at the source. I yeah, I live near most of the oil in, in the country. And for some reason I'm paying three dollars for it. So, like, why are you pretending? So everyone always lumps in. Well, obviously, uh, you know, the Democrats are all about human rights. And it's like my brother told me the first election that he ever voted in. I just couldn't put I couldn't put uh, the economy over human rights. And I just like, what does that even mean? What a who built the cages at the border? What a bizarre thing for people to say. Like, I can't I just can't put you. Meanwhile, you know, you look at Trump first president to, to support gay marriage from the beginning like what what do what do republicans do is it the abortion thing because even greg abbott's giving you six weeks and i even <laughs> even like staunch christian conservatives are like no abortion at all you asshole you know like everyone's <laughs> they, that makes his rule is making nobody happy and meanwhile liberals are like they're just trying to take away our rights our god-given right to abort anything that's growing inside of us which is so insane to hear. So I, Matty Spice zero four says queering doesn't work. Warrior, whatever year he said it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, uh, I think Ultimate Warrior would bring that up, and he would talk about how it doesn't work. But we are in such a bizarre times a, a time stream, Zach, where Joe Rogan and even the guy at the other episode I was I was listening to, Mike Schellenberger, just bashing homeless people for an hour. Now it's out of <laughs> compassion, obviously. It's out of here's why there's a homeless problem. Here's how we fix it. And of course, that lean that leans on accountability. We need to get out of this mode of giving homeless people places to sleep for free, giving them food for free, because all they do is do drugs. Like that's the homeless population in other countries is referred to as an open drug scene, because that's all <laughs> these people do is shoot up heroin because it's like two buck two bucks a dose. Which when I heard that, I thought, why aren't we all doing heroin? But <laughs> it was such a good, you know. Well, that's why you just you get it for free and you have your insurance pay for it. It's yeah. called Oxy. Yeah, that's and I I messed that was when I messaged you when you, you couldn't get ivermectin. I had said they'll give anyone who wants anyone with a headache can get Oxy, but you can't get uh, ivermectin because now insurance companies are being bought out by Soros. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, I think you should give homeless people a place for a limited time to get back on their feet. But sure. once they're there for six months and they're still on drugs, it's like, okay, you got to go. And that's so this, these places to live, a lot of them have a rule that you can't be on drugs. And for a lot of homeless people slash drug addicts, that's a deal breaker. Like, well, <laughs> I'm only like, and the, even the word homeless, I like that they on this Rogan podcast, they, they break down like that term homeless is almost endearing and almost implies that it's just people that don't have a home. Like, Oh, I lost my job. I'm on tough times. I, I don't have a home at the moment. Meanwhile, even if you're, even if you lose your job, you're still more in line to get another job, get another place to live. You're going to stay in society as a functioning member. Homeless do you know a place not hiring right now? I, I can't name any. Like it really is. <laughs> Every place in Texas is desperate for workers. I go to Dollar Tree and wait 30 minutes in line because they don't have enough people there. It's cheaper for me to just go to Kroger at this point or to go to Walmart <laughs> because I, I don't have time for Dollar Tree. There's one guy there and 30 people. So like, people need to get to work. And I've said this before about South Dallas because I've been to South Dallas where I'm getting off the freeway and there's women knocking on my window asking for money. And then I drive 10 feet to the CVS and they have a big freshly printed red and white banner that says now hiring all positions. And, like, <laughs> and there, there's even signs that'll say like willing to pay overtime, double shit. Like, I don't care. Come work at Wendy's and open <laughs> it and close it. You're going to make 30, you know, you're going to make 30 grand in the next three months for working at Wendy's and people aren't going to do that because it's not a, it's not even a homeless problem. It's a drug problem. And the fact that you can't get ivermectin, but all these people can get whatever they want. They can get methadone. It just shows that we're at such a weird place in this country. And again, saying all these things out loud, I love when you're, when people are addressing the homeless issue, it's never in like a Republican city. It's never in like a Republican area. It's always in these liberal havens where everybody's a victim and everyone deserves help. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you don't allow them to be there, it also, I think, is a little dependent on weather. Because I can tell you when it gets cold in Utah, that all of a sudden I don't see them anywhere. (laughs) They probably get bused to Arizona at that point. Probably. Honestly, no joke. Colorado, for some reason, is is... They have a lot of homeless people. I, you know, the rumors are they legalized marijuana, so everyone moved to Colorado. Which <laughs> they can't afford that shit. Which, so yeah, I was going to say maybe, but I highly doubt it. It's cheaper to just do meth. So I'm assuming a lot of the homeless people there are getting meth easier somehow. Well, uh, they they do that here. It's known that most of the homeless people like sleep downtown, but then they take the train. They they all get on the trains and like go to their fucking areas where they've set up like where they panhandle and shit oh. during the day like they go to work yeah <laughs> skid row is so <laughs> ridiculous when you hear about the rapes and everything that's happening there but then you have like that liberal on that cecil hotel documentary saying they're human beings it's, it's like yes but at some point you have to realize that defecating in the street is a health problem not just to everyone who lives there but at los angeles as a whole this amount of feces getting into the water system is not good Eventually, it's <laughs> people will come to roost. I've been around. I've been to the flower district, like two streets over from Skid Row, where it's very nice, lots of flowers, very pretty. And then you can just smell it. You're like, oh gosh! Once you leave the 
beautiful aroma of all the daffodils. You suddenly smell it. You suddenly smell human feces. Human shit. And it's disgusting. And I love when people travel to Los Angeles and they just assume it's this. Oh, I'm going to see Brad Pitt. And I can't wait to see Chris <laughs> Pratt working out on a beach somewhere. Like, no, it's not that at all. Yeah, they don't live there anywhere near there. No, they they're all not around. Even even places like Burbank, where like a lot of Hollywood people live there, they'll move to the San Fernando Valley. But especially areas that I'm thinking of, like that downtown LA Skid Row, that's so far from the movie studios. Like, they're not anywhere. Oh yeah, near that. yeah. I mean, you lived in LA about as long as me. <laughs> I went downtown probably once a year. Yeah. For a fucking Lakers game or something like there's no reason to go to downtown L.A. Like when you go, it's that's fun. Like L.A. Live and you're always but you're always when it's light out. You're always parking about five. Yeah, so I was going to say you're parking about five blocks away from L.A. Live. So once you are walking away, you are starting to get the people laying on the street and three dudes on bicycles like riding up to you going, hey, do you guys have any money? And it's like, <laughs> wow, this is exactly how every movie starts. So like it's there is a lot of issues with that area. And I think there's this willingness to just be completely blind to it or assume that they're all victims or even they're all people, too, which I agree. But I also believe that as people, as human beings, we have a responsibility to contribute. And now people that have mental illness, they don't have the ability to contribute like we do, but they do have the uh, responsibility to live responsibly and to get the help that they need to stay off <laughs> drugs to really focus on taking the right medications to make sure that they don't go through these episodes in a state like California where they have all this money where they're able to do billions of dollars for the homeless they're able to do vaccine lotteries it's there was a great stat that uh, this guy brought up he had talked about how climate change you can't really track how many people it kills every year because they keep talking about this immediate issue, the, the climate change. Every second of the day, the climate is, is killing somebody somehow. And this guy just brings out, well, the, the homeless population, 91,000 people a year die. Just from overdoses or just being homeless somehow. 91,000 people a year. So when he's looking at that number versus how many people is climate change actually killing right now? Because I can find 91,000 people that need our help and we're ignoring them. Meanwhile, we're making we're raising the prices of gasoline because we think that's going to help the environment. No, we're just going to. That seems crazy to me, though, that more than ninety one thousand people a year become homeless. Oh, well, there's a yeah, dude, easily. I feel like it's so easily that number because there is. I mean, uh, homeless people have kids. <laughs> it's no longer <laughs> it's no longer like this thing of because even the even it's no longer this thing where it's like, oh, I lost my job and now I'm homeless. It really is. Like you're doing drugs in high school and then once high school's over and you don't have a place to go, you're just, oh, I guess I'll just do drugs on the street. And it's I can easily see 91,000 a year because we're not just talking L.A. We're talking New York. We're talking San Francisco. We're talking Denver. We're talking these liberal these liberal pockets, if you will, or where this stuff has just gotten out of control. And I just want like, do you ever wonder? I can't imagine being in a spot where I'm just like, fuck, I mean, I got to live on the street now. No. And, and that's the other thing is when you uh, when you look is at that, it, just our white privilege. It's not only our white privilege. It's just our it, you know what? It's I would say it's white privilege because we, we brought this up when we talked about white privilege. We were taught as kids 
that that's a fact. Like that's an important thing to realize. And the, the racist thing is black people weren't told that. And it's like, no, they were, we all were. <laughs> and you need to create a circle of people that you trust and you need to be a good person. So if you do fall on hard times, you do have a place to go. You know, I've lived in Texas for six years now. And if something did happen to me where I lost my home, I have multiple places that I can go. And if someone lost their home, they could come to, you know, someone that I know lost their home, they would be able to come here. So you, you have to create your own little network of, of, of sources and think people you can rely on. Like even like live in your car. Yeah. A lot of people can yeah live it. I often thought that too, like in California, uh, when I was going to, when I was living with Stoltz before I met my wife, there was an, there was a possibility of me thinking I'll just shower at the gym. I'll just, yeah, yeah I'll just go to Walmart. I'll parking go to, lot. Yeah. I'll go to school. Like no problem here. I can make this work. So it doesn't seem impossible to do that. And that's, I, I think that as just as people who grow up without doing heroin, uh, you kind of understand, that, Oh, like this isn't, this isn't the worst thing that can happen to me. And I think that's what a lot of people, once you're homeless and doing drugs, you're kind of in that mindset of, well, this is it. Like, this is my new life for yeah. us. For us, it's, well, no, I need to pivot. I need to make something happen. And for some reason, people that don't have that instinct or have that thought, they're just victims. It, it, it's become, you just accept it now. Yeah, I think that's, a, to me. Prove to me honor is real. Oh. Check out this video about how LA sucks, and it is a shithole. <laughs> is this the fiend of the week? Oh, gosh, it's probably just, it's probably home home video of when I went to Chinatown. I don't know. I mean, that's what I don't know. I to me, like I can't imagine what I wouldn't do to try and save my house and keep a roof over my family's head. Sure. But I, mean, I don't know. I guess some people. There are genuinely some people that just like. Malachi really Black ways. says, "Bubba, this is not a watch along." <laughs> this is not a watch along. That's a good point, Keezy. You missed it last Thursday. Uh, Gino and I watched Bound for Glory 2011. <laughs> just put it on. Watch the whole thing live. Sonic Gino says TNA. He says TNA. This is also Bound for Glory Week, Easy. So this is a big week for a lot of people. For the for the ninety thousand people that watch Impact Wrestling every week, this is a huge week. <laughs> Five thousand people. That's like almost as many people that watch CNN. Don't. But <laughs> dude, I I got fucking Peacock. I gave in just to watch Halloween. Right, I figured it'd be worth it, and I haven't watched. Matty Spice zero four says bound for a refund. Impact sucks, donkey dick. See, Matty Spice <laughs> is on board. What do you think of Halloween Kills, and what do you think about being a peacock boy? Welcome to the club. Halloween Kills is pretty fucking good, man. I, Although, spoiler. What? I haven't I, seen it. You're gonna spoil it? Oh, never mind. <laughs> I have not seen Halloween Kills. I didn't see the first one, though, with Jamie Lee Curtis that they... Since, oh, it's so good. Since the rebrand. Yeah, since the relaunch or whatever it is. It's, a, it's the retcon. Yes, since retcon. Go back and fix line. it. This is a 30-minute video. All the way, all, Halloween H2O was really fucking good. Yeah, well, I think even... It's classic. So I just... I'm almost done with Squid Game. Did you, did you peep that yet? <laughs> Dude, I... Binged it and then I fell asleep in like the last half hour, so I don't know the ending. Oh, perfect! We're on the same spot then, because that's exactly. I also, where I, am. I don't remember seeing the fucking thing with the shape in it. Is that not a thing? Wait, the thing with the shape? You never seen that game? Yeah, 
Did I fucking fall asleep and miss a whole episode? No, so that was from the very, very first scene of this whole entire show was the squid game. Spoiler alert. We just jump right in. It was the cookie thing? The cookie thing. No, th- that was also What is shown. that all over fucking TikTok? Uh, I don't. I, the only TikToks that seem to make it my way <laughs> are dudes playing <laughs> games and making jokes or, or chicks working out. <laughs> Those are the only things I don't get to see. That, that game is a real game, that, sh- that burnt sugar game. But the the squid game that they did, uh, spoilers at the end. They show that in the beginning. They show this. Yeah. They show the yeah, game. Yeah. You draw it in chalk. But wait, did the sugar cookie thing happen? What do you mean? Was that a game? Yes. Fuck. Then I missed an episode. Okay. <laughs> I must have yeah. Through. I'm like, what is he talking about? Yes, it was. It, they just burnt sugar and made like a a caramel, and then the and they ga- have to like cut it out. Yeah. The game is is you pick a shape. And you have to carve that shape out. Says Jeezy that was in episode three, dummy. Yeah, episode three. It was, it was, I must have like just slept through that whole episode. They have though. to spoilers. They got to pick their own shapes, and you know they decide, hey, we're a little team. Let's spread out. I'll take the triangle. That's the easiest one, obviously. I'll take the circle. Yeah, I'll take the circle. That sounds. If you're hard. a circle. You're a fucking idiot. Circles like, and then even when he did it in the episode, spoilers. When he, when he did it in the episode. It, he even like ripped a little bit of the corner off, and they still let him go. And I thought, this guy just got so lucky. I bet he dies later, though. So was that the second game? Uh, yeah, I think it was. I think it was. The it was second. red light, green light, and then that one, and then it was like the night where they all fucking killed each other. Well, no, I think tug of war is in that. The bridge thing oh, is in dude, that. Dude, tug of war was so good. Marbles, that's in there. Um, that that was so <laughs> fucked. <laughs> So, I was so upset. I guess for those who haven't seen it, we're going to just run. I don't know how it ends, so it's kind of hard to do like a show review of a show that I've never finished. But <laughs> but I agree. I agree. Like the the one that I was most. So obviously they're all they're all pretty screwed up, but definitely that marble scene. I don't know if I was just I, I when you binge a show, I was already in the mindset of they're going to have to play each other. When it was teams of 10 for tug of war, I realized, okay, like when they were building this little team, I thought, okay, they're, they're going to be on a team together because you don't want to have weak players, blah, blah, blah. For the, the pick your pick someone to play with, I just knew that it was, okay, pick your opponent. And when that married couple was there, and then spoilers, <laughs> the guy lived. I'm like, dude, you, you easily take the L. And <laughs> then he hung himself. Like they both took yeah. the L. What a, what a coward. I was so annoyed Fuck by that, that guy. guy. Yeah, that that was so shocking to me cuz if you're selfish selfish enough or don't give a, don't care about your marriage enough to the point where you're like, "Okay, I'm going to kill her at least." At least I won, <laughs> at least I beat her in marbles one last time <laughs> before she bit the old bullet there. Like that in that circumstance, sure. But he wasn't like that. He was very sad. He was like, "Let's all go home." <laughs> he voted, I, just, he voted for I was disappointed nobody I think if they didn't finish the game, I, the girl who didn't get a partner survived. Yeah. I, I think they would have made it. I kind of, I, I had that thought too later on because it's like everyone deserves a chance. So I wonder even if it was, hey, I have more marbles than this guy. They killed a guy with less. So some yeah. of the stuff they do isn't really, I mean, clearly my other favorite part about the show is it's just an anime. I think that Ricardo and Gino will agree that it's such an anime. Even the voice actors they use have to be anime people. Because when they had like the VIPs, that episode, those people are so over the top, 
like American voice actor for anime that it just was so it was ridiculous and I loved it. So uh, this is the dark reality of a life from a cardio. It's a lengthy one. I just want to watch a little bit of it because this is this. Look at that hair. I know. And and I, I love hair dye. No offense, Nathan, but in America, if I see people with hair dye, it's actually very helpful for me because now I know just to avoid that person. Like, it's all oh, cool. Well, also, when you got a mullet like Demi Lovato, you know, as well. What is happening with Demi Lovato? Like, <laughs> I try and defend her, but that era is gone. That era, that's, <laughs> it's it's done. We're done with that era. That of, person is gone. That they, person They is gone. are now, I don't know what they are doing. Yeah, she's dead. Look at all these American flags. What yeah, is happening? Yeah, this is actually a very patriotic uh, encampment, at least. And that's the other thing is when you're referring to these homeless people and talking about like a homeless camp, it almost sounds fun. It sounds endearing. This is all trespassing and loitering. Like I can't, (laughs) I can't do this at Kroger. These people are doing this just in the street. I was going to say, I mean, if this is the encampment that I, this is better than skid row. Sure. Well, I, I wouldn't even be going to skid like for, for homeless, this guy with his green hair for, for the homeless people. I guess these tents and all these easy ups and everything that was put here, a lot of that stuff is just donated. And people think that's solving the issue is, oh, you don't have a home? Here is a tent. But all that does is making it more comfortable does not help. Yeah. And like old computer chairs, like stuff that just gets dumped there. And these people think they're doing a service by, look, cleaning it up. Hey, I'm a good person. Meanwhile, that guy's shirtless so high, just sitting (laughs) there, like really enjoying his day but not realize it like all these guys, it, it just, it's so obvious as someone who doesn't live this lifestyle, what's happening here, but they've been told that this is okay. And this is acceptable. So after, you know, six months of being homeless, it is. Yeah. I, I got a few takes on this. Cause these are, they're claiming that they're all dude. this guy. <laughs> oh <my laughs> He's got a green mullet. Green mullet. He even got a little on a stash there. A little Dad. green stash. I think that's just overspray, though. You had a little left over. But if you are homeless and you claim to be a veteran and you're not, like, you can go get fucked. That's oh, first yeah. of all. all. Second of all, I, if you are a veteran, it has to be mental illness because, like, every single company in America asks if you're a veteran and you get priority hiring. So... I don't know. It has to be mental illness. I, I mean, veterans can get... I was telling you that episode with the girl from the Canadian Army. She had the most wild fucking war stories I've ever heard. And she was only in Afghanistan for like a short time. <laughs> and she she was on, the, on Lex Friedman because she ended up doing ayahuasca. And like that was the thing that actually got her out of she was like suicidal every day for years sure so i get that with some of the veterans but if you claim to be a veteran you're not go get fucked <laughs> well and these homeless people you like especially the veterans we brought like you i've heard this argument too for them it really is ptsd takes a toll on people and if they don't get help and if like you, there are things like the va that are in place where some people have complaints about the va you know, but it's there for a reason. It is there to try and get you help. And, you know, I, I do know people, you know, in my own family that are Marines that come back and they just have trouble adjusting to this life. Like after doing that, when you come back and they're like, OK, so you're going to they're going to hand you this and you're going to scan it and put it in the grocery bag. 
They just can't. Their brain doesn't function like that anymore because it went from, no, I need to be in life or death scenarios and I need to show you that I can survive life or death scenarios. Oh, I want to hear Gavin Newsom real quick. This guy's highest great. Highest housing costs, highest gasoline prices, and highest utilities. In a very real sense, the California <laughs> dream is more like a mirage for people grinding it out day after day. How do you make the case that you, as governor, can deliver the California dream to all Californians. Well, let's talk about what we all saw number one in, Stephanie. Huh. And guys, forgive me, I, I know I'm a little pointed today, but I've been taking a lot from What's number one, Gavin? For a lot of months, so it's nice to be able to express myself too. But I do with deep pride in the state. Can we take a break? I'll, I'll, yeah. He has no number ones. Are they number one in anything? I just think when they measure success, it's not necessarily the way that it's traditionally been measured. I, I think they're number one in tax revenue. Sure. Yeah, they bring in the most <laughs> money from their citizens. Yeah. They, number one in wasting tax revenues. Well. I moved from California. I only lived there for five months in 2015, and I owed them like $300. I, just, I don't know how it works. I owed them like five grand when I moved to Utah. <laughs> Like, I don't know how it works. They just, hey, you owe us a lot. They're of like, money. oh, you left? Fuck you. Yeah. Hey, Here's by taxes. the way, uh, you you can't just leave. Okay, you bought into this. We were counting on that money, so you're gonna have to pay. I still, and fucking probably the other problem with California, I owed like five grand. I was like, okay, I need payments. They accepted sixty dollar payments a month. Oh, jeez. And I was like. Sure. Sixty dollars. Here, hey, I'll stick that on the back burner. Give me anything, please. It, like, yeah, it, it's such a sad state. Didn't and even I, question it. Just okay. Here's sixty dollars a month. And it does <laughs> worry me. You know, people moving to to Texas. Now, I've made the argument. I think that most people that are leaving California for Texas are more red pilled, more that kind of brain. Because I think if you like California, you like California. You find a way to afford california you know you live in a house with two other families to afford california you <laughs> like the weather you like how close every you know you you like being 20 minutes from the beach 20 minutes from downtown you like all that stuff so you're gonna find a way to put up to, to front the bill and that was when we were deciding to move it's like fuck we don't go to the beach anyways we don't <laughs> go downtown I don't even, we don't do any of this shit. Let's get the fuck out of here. And I think because my brother still, I mean, my brother's in San Diego now, and that was a big thing for him. Now, I would live in San Diego, but. I, I wouldn't even live there after the price of his, I found out the price of his house, but, it, and, I, <laughs> and I've been there, and I've seen the homeless there too, and they're a little more uh, red-pilled, I think, in San Diego, but it's still, because, you know, obviously they have the, they have Camp Pendleton right there, so it seems like when you get military people involved, they start to realize that, you know, Democrat libtard shit doesn't really work for them. So <laughs> you, you you look at GI bills. So either way, it's like it's odd. If you like California, you find a way to make it work. And my brother's thing was, what's there to do in Texas? And what's there to do here? Like, I want to be where the action is. Even if he's not doing anything, there's still this feeling that, you know, he's got FOMO like crazy. He doesn't I do more out. than I've ever done in my life in Utah. And, and I've made that argument I can so many to. times. I can afford to. And also every city is like having an event out here where California is like the events here. This is the event. You're already in California. Meanwhile, there's cities like, you know, uh, here McKinney will be doing something. 
Addison is like a hip a hip little area. They'll have stuff. I don't even go to Dallas proper. I'm always in these little <laughs> neighboring towns or cities that are having really fun events. So what it's so strange to me that people look at LA as oh there's so much to do, but that just shows that they're not they're not even looking to do anything. They just assume they're already at it. Yeah, I mean, how many maybe like I think the most I ever did in California is maybe go to Angels game. <laughs> and that's but not that's even in LA, yeah. I company tickets. <laughs> like fuck, I never I never I don't think I went to a Dodgers game from like the age of 5. <laughs> I've like, been fuck to, that. I've been to plenty of Dodgers games. Like I would go to them. I I've been to several uh, Kings games. Like I have done stuff in LA. Now I never did Hey, let's go drinking at bars in California in, in Los Angeles. Maybe one night I did, but for the most part, I would never want to. Like Pasadena, yeah, Pasadena, Fullerton, Huntington, like, yeah, oh, Newport. Those are like a lot of those areas. Absolutely, they're very fun. It's very as as we look at a homeless guy laying. On very the street, affluent. Very very amazing times that we've had. <laughs> Meanwhile, this is happening in the same area that we're talking about. Oh, <laughs> for podcasters, it's just shots of homeless people. Sleep. I guess the subway. There's two cis white men riding a bike, and they just roll right past the sleeping black dude on the street. It's just that, that's a white guy. That's a white subway. guy. Yeah. That, well, that might be the fire exit. So, <laughs> oh, but again, that's, that's that's California for you. It's just the glitz and glam of downtown Hollywood. But meanwhile, there's all of this poverty and all these people who are just on drugs, laying wherever they want to lay. Nobody's kicking them out. People feel bad for them. They're victims, but nobody's doing anything to make their lives actually better. They're almost prolonging the inevitable horrific death these people are going to have. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Look at all the so what, you just want to fucking kill them all? Kill now? them now. Well, I'm almost okay with, you know, we, we talk about our tax dollars going to the homeless. If we put them in prisons where there were no drugs, they would not be on <laughs> drugs anymore. And you would just give them a free place to sleep, three hots in a cot, and th- that's that's another thing that uh, they talked about on this Rogan show was being arrested is not the same as being incarcerated. Like if you get arrested and go to jail, you can be released hours after that. Uh, yeah, being arrested is a, is a way of intervening, but stop Asian American hate. I love how like all the woke signaling that happens in LA where do you know anybody that was upset with Asians through this whole thing? I've never met anyone who's hated Asians or looked at them differently anyway. Um, <laughs> Fuck. So I, I'm put a, in this. Hey, here's my brain. I'm from Southern California where I grew up with every race. Maybe there is some city out there where an Asian family moved in <laughs> and everybody looked at them like, you know, Oh, what do you guys do? What do you guys, how are you? What do you do? You know, and <laughs> there's some Asian people that live the stereotypes, obviously. And I think, but I, I think that anyone who looks at that as degrading, you know, I just watched this whole squid game show and the same thing happens with me whenever I watch any good television show is I don't even notice that. Oh yeah. These are all Asian people. And then the villains are all white and I go, ah, like, what is this? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you know, but I just, I never, I don't have that in my brain at all. And that's, of course, that's racist, by the way. If I don't see color, that's my fault and I'm racist. You're unaware of your fucking issues. Yeah, like it makes me privileged that I don't have to notice race because, yeah, I grew, <laughs> I grew up with black friends. I grew up with Asian friends. I never had that thought in my brain that being white is different than being a human being. 
like that. I that mean, was good. <laughs> One of our best friends is Asian. Yeah. And, and yeah, he's Asian and we have like it's it's so silly to me when I hear these stop Asian hate and they they act like even the gov- didn't somebody say white supremacy is the number one national threat? Was that Biden? Didn't Biden say that? <laughs> like everyone's acting like there there's still these mass amounts of white people getting together loving how white they all are together. I, I don't think that's ever been a thing ever. I mean, other than you could point to the to the Ku Klux Klan, but do you know anyone who's ever been in that? I don't. <laughs> no, I also didn't know anybody who ended up with COVID in the hospital. So that's true. For Maybe it's happening everywhere. Maybe seven hundred thousand people are dying from COVID and also dying from Asian hate. And <laughs> and a lot of this, like I look at the look at the, all of this to me, just is so like I like that they're helping and they're feeding people, but also who's walking their dog? Is that a homeless person too? This is. Every time I'm looking at these areas, it just seems like such a Band-Aid on such a huge problem. It's not okay to just have people defecating and laying around in the streets. Yeah, I don't I don't feed the streets. A hand up, not a hand That's out. That's so silly to me. A hand up, not a hand. We don't want you to feel like we're just giving these people whatever they want to make them feel good. Like, this is a hand up. We're giving them an opportunity. They're not going to do heroin tomorrow. Meanwhile, they're still sitting there on, on in their chairs and stuff. And that's where I do disagree with Rogan when he tries to say, oh, I'm all about universal income. Like nobody is going to take advantage of that. If they have universal income, they don't have to worry about anything. It's like people will take advantage. Maybe it's less than Republicans want to try and argue, but there are people who will just take it as a fucking hand i don't even understand that universal income would just be no matter what as a citizen what you it's get. like no matter what like you get 40 grand a year so you don't oh, have to worry ridiculous. about food <laughs> yeah but 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 all of these utopian liberal ideas they all imply they're they, and they all come from people like this who are wearing nice clothes well i mean look at what happened with the fucking increased uh fucking unemployment sure i I personally very close know people who are like, well, I'm not going to go fucking look for a job. I'm making more just sit on the couch. No, we talked about it. There's so many places that are hiring right now and they can't <laughs> find workers because as a work, as a person, if you live in a house with enough people, you keep that unemployment rolling, baby. There's no need to go back to work. <laughs> Why would you go back to work? A lot of people were already unemployed, but <laughs> they were just out. Like, they're giving me more money than I, than I was getting before. So, it's it's just such a chain, and I think I love the, I, I love that I I brought it up on here before with you, but somebody even said we're all you know Republicans are uh, every man for himself, and liberals are we're all in this together, and that's a great idea. But when all the lowest scumbags of the world are, you know, they're we're you know every man for himself. I'm going to take advantage. I'm not going to contribute to the same level that all of you are, and people always you know oh we'll tax we'll tax the rich. Well, where's the line of the rich? Because if I don't have a job and I have zero income a year that I actually earn, so I'm the new standard for what the rich is. Hey, you make ten grand a year. You're richer than me. You should give <laughs> me some of your money. It, and I think that's the issue is that we are all we are all in this together as Republicans, as Democrats, as whatever. But everybody has to be in on it. If you had people that aren't contributing, like like look at the border. All these people are just com- are going to come into the country and just be tax-free, find places to work under the table, 
and boom, they're here in this country now. Look at them. They did it. They're not contributing on the mass scale that, that you and I are. And we don't have the same luxuries as coming into this country. We're not given $1,500 and a ticket, like a bus ticket. <laughs> I heard Biden was even flying people into New York. Dude, my mom, my mom told me they're getting another stimulus from California. Oh, my God. From the state, like another $1,400. Gosh. And, and what for? Like, what is it? Is it, there's, is it because nobody's going out and buying things and income Probably tax? Probably because they still have all their <laughs> shit closed down. I don't know. Income tax is going away for them. So they're like, whoa, we got to get people spending money again. Is... <laughs> yeah, we need to give them money so we can get more taxes back. From yeah, them. we just tax the heck out of it. That's what we need to do. It all comes back. It all comes back to them anyway. I'm just, I got my fingers crossed that I, it's going to really pay off that I didn't take the ta- the child tax credit this oh, whole time. I j- I've been getting it. I've been loving it too. I keep forgetting about it and then it hits my I'm, account. I'm, I'll pray for you. That doesn't come back to fuck you. <laughs> what, what is it? 1800 bucks? That's fine. I've, I got, I started a new job. 1800? Anyway. Yeah, total, isn't it? No. How much have you been getting every month? Like 300 bucks. For how many months? Six months? Yeah, that's 1800. That's half of it. Oh, cool! I'm getting even more. You're supposed, yeah. They they're only paying out half. The other half you're supposed to get. I'm still gonna line. make less than eighty thousand or ninety thousand or something. So my tax bracket is gonna be just fine. Ever since I got married, my taxes have been ruined anyway. So my advice to all these <laughs> men out there is just stay single. Uh, just once you get over what like eighty, I think or it's ninety. I think it's, it's like, ninety. Yeah, ninety is when they start taking all your money. It's like, oh, you're rich now. Here's give it to us. Our money now. Thank you. We don't care See, how hard you work. That's the dumbass shit is like, I make about that much, but what I claim on taxes is not even close to that. Sure. Well, and Because you get, I mean, fuck, how much is health insurance alone? Oh, well, dude, my uh, health insurance is expensive now, too, and it's only going dude, up. Mine is like probably 400 a check. Yeah, easily. Yeah, 400 tax-free a check, I think, is what it is. Because, yeah, I, I got me, I got my wife, I got my son. Someone's 10 grand. Yeah, it's a lot of money. When I took this new job, that was like the first thing, you know, right before they sent me an offer letter and I go, hey, I did the math. I'm going to like make, I need this much money just to cover my health insurance. And they, (laughs) they like that. I, they like that. I took the initiative to figure that out and they paid it. It's like, thank God. So (laughs) that's also my advice to everyone out there. If you get an offer letter, you could probably get more money out of them. They sent you an offer letter, which means they like you enough to go through that labor. (laughs) So get more money. That's just what I told my female coworker who's getting paid like $5 less than me. And she's like, this, wow. is, this is the gender, the wage gap. And I go, well, how much money did you ask for? And she's like, well, I got what I asked for. It's like, well, then you can't complain. <laughs> you yeah. got what you asked for. They're I, not going to just give you more for no reason. They offered me what you got. And I said, no. <laughs> like, I know my worth. I know that I'm not going to take this gig for any less than a certain dollar amount. And I think a lot of people are scared that, oh, well, if I, I don't want to stir the pot. But stir that pot. Pots were made to be stirred, Zach. Oh, I'm going to stir the fucking pot at the end of this year. That's for sure. Dude, I'm just telling people, like, if, you, if you're if you in those scenarios, you, especially now, if you're unemployed right now and you go get a job, you can make the most money. Holy if, shit. If you become a sandwich artist now, you can make more money than any sandwich artist ever. People that stuck it out through the pandemic are going to be so annoyed by how much money you're making as a Subway sandwich artist because you're valuable now. They didn't get a sign-on bonus for working through COVID. You can get a sign-on bonus. You could probably get wiggle room on that bonus. Look, I got to pay rent, so I need 1500 Okay, fine. 
We'll give you a 1,500 signing bonus. <laughs> they just need workers. This is the golden era of unemployment. People could be taking advantage. And, of course, this is the capitalist mindset in, in my head as far oh, yeah. as, oh, you should go ask for more. I think more of the, the, the liberal side is they should just be getting it anyway. Everybody should be getting 50K a year. Nobody should have to work for anything. Yeah, I mean, that'd be great. If I could make what I make now and not work, that'd be nice. But I don't think that's possible. But, yeah, dude, if it, it's time to either change jobs or ask for a raise because it's sure. not going to get better than this over the next couple of years. Yeah, it you're going to be locked. It'll be back to the way it was in two years. You're going to be locked in. This is just the way it is. You hate your job. I'm, like, having the greatest time of my life right now with my job. So I'm I'm – this is the way it should be. And I also, yeah, I took advantage of, hey, they need workers desperately. You know, they lost people <laughs> who didn't want to return to the office and they're hiring a lot of people. So get in while they have all this money. While, while they have 10 job postings online and are only filling one, you, you're, <laughs> you're like, hey, you have the most money now. If you're budgeting for 10 people and <laughs> one person wants the money for two people, you just lost another person, but at least now you're you got, hiring nine people. At least you got me. Yeah, exactly. Now you're only getting nine new people because I'm I'm two people's monies. So and hey, that's that's capitalism. That's me knowing my worth and me letting them know. Me crushing it in the interview, talking about this very pod, all of that stuff uh, goes. It works in my favor. But um, aside from us being uh, liberal, I guess left leaning conservative scum, Zach. Uh, did you hear about Superman? Oh, yeah. He he likes everybody. He loves everybody. Love is love. Love is love. Okay, so Superman apparently is super gay now. And, um, I guess see, but he, you know, did you see my reaction? What was yours? What did, I, I know Deadpool's in the Discord. been bisexual forever, and nobody gave a shit. Nobody really cared, I guess, because he's not one of the but big now ones. now they fucked with America's hero. Yeah, well, even, the, but it's just, because Deadpool does it in, like, a fun it's way. It's not even Clark Kent to begin with. Let's just this, start out yeah, there. Yeah, it's John Kent, right? And this is kind of their, their second thing. Like, so th- these two cartoon characters are going to make out. They make the, they make the, the, the guy be super femme, like, Almost transsexual. I don't know why. Is he from BTS? Yeah, exactly. He does look like one of the guys from BTS, which those guys do confuse me as far as my sexuality goes. I don't know about you, (laughs) but sometimes I do look at them. I'm like, that's a hot chick right there. And then it's a guy and you're like, (laughs) and then you're not deterred. You're like, "Mm, all right, I guess Eh. not bad at all. If I do say so myself, but yeah, this, these two guys, this is the thumbnail for the episode, right? Oh, this is the poster of my wall right now. So this is from Son of Cal L, DC Comics. They wanted Superman to be bisexual. There's a romantic encounter between the Man of Steel and a male reporter. Superheroes woke makeover has caused some controversy. And I think it's because, again, I know that we're all man children now. Like, that's kind of the new wave is being an adult nerd is fun and cool. Gino and I are going to talk about wrestling for three hours on Thursday. And this is now just, like, adults are reading these comics, but people are forgetting these are supposed to be for kids. You know, like comics are <laughs> yeah. for kids. So if you are a parent and you don't really know how to expose your child to, hey, men also make out with other men, you know, like, you know, you don't really know how to expose that. Uh, but here we are in this world now where enough woke <laughs> people complain. Suddenly kids are going to be able to read their favorite Superman comic where he's making out with another dude. I, Dude, I just put it in the chat. He is 
the strongest power bottom to ever exist you think at this point. I don't think Superman's power bottom, bottoming this guy. This guy looks so freaking femme. It's going to be <laughs> Superman's going to wreck this guy. He's going to wreck that. He's going to wreck that bussy. He he better have some type of superpowers himself, that's for sure. Well, I think he's just a reporter and and I don't know if there's anything special about him, but I hope in Son of Cal L6 we'll kind of get to see Look how gay these two. I know that. I, I <laughs> like this is so silly right here. This little like this picture here, where they both look so romantic and so just like they both look like women. They both look like lesbians in this picture. It's not necessarily like I'm seeing a Superman. Why don't they just do that? Why don't they just get rid of Superman and make your own comic? Make your own bisexual comic. Why does everyone have to change? I guess this is like, John Kent. My whatever. my gay Superman is a bear for sure. You think so? You think you're gay? It's not, it's not a couple of twinks like this. Yeah, we need a couple beards on our men. Why are Why are we sitting here? He needs leather you? chaps. You, I have a ring, a ring doorbell, and it's oh, there's a cat out front of my. Oh, dude, there's a cat. There's a cat. But it's just. Is it a mountain lion? No, uh, maybe it could have been a bobcat. I gotta, I gotta put the doggy door up. But <laughs> it is. Uh, it's funny having this ring camera now because it really is every ten seconds. Oh, something's happening. Oh, something's happening. Oh, something's happening. But. This is just so silly to me. The, having this these two like twink characters now in a children's comic book. But maybe comics are no longer for kids. At least these ones are no longer for my kids. I don't mean to be anti. <laughs> I don't mean to be anti-gay, but I'm also just not pro-sex in my son's face. You know what I mean? Like I don't feel like I grew up in this world where all my cartoon characters were ha- having sex with each other. Like we're yeah, we're Clark and Lois fucking all the time. I get, but maybe I'm just so cis straight white man. I didn't even notice it. I just kind of was like, hell yeah, Kristen Crook or whatever, super <laughs> hot. You know, uh, uh, who else? I can't even think because yeah, obviously, like what Mary Jane? Like oh, she's cute. Like even and they're fucking in high school and you didn't say anything about that. Yeah, none of us cared. And even Kirsten Dunst. I don't know. She's not that hot. So th- like this whole scene that we're there's like, been no hot girls in any of the Spider Man. Because I'm even th- oh well, well Zendaya's pretty hot, but even. Uh, Miss me. Even thinking about like Batman, you know, we went from like Kim Basinger was pretty hot back in the eighties. Anne Hathaway. Kim, I mean, that's where Kim I Basinger, Anne Hathaway. I remember when they were doing Maggie Gyllenhaal. That's not that wasn't that wasn't <laughs> working. Miss me. It wasn't working too. for me. So I don't know, but it just it never seemed like You're obviously Christian Bale is on a boat. With the Russian ballet, and he wants to date Maggie Gyllenhaal. Exactly. Yeah. You're fucking oh, tripping, we, we have Christopher this connection. Nolan. Well, even this. So even these comic books. I mean, hey. Also, this is a huge step for feminism. While Anne Hathaway says in Spider-Man, Rain Mary Jane gets cancer from her hubby's radioactive spider sperm. What? That better not happen. <laughs> but even even this right here, it really is. Now women can't really complain, right? Because hey, there's going to be a man, a manzel in distress. We're going to be able to play with that trope now. Uh, this just looks so is his boyfriend gonna have a baby? This just looks because men can have babies too. Maybe Superman can put a baby in this guy. We can really play with sex. He's, he's Superman. He can do whatever he wants. We can really play with sex. In he this can guy. physically like take a baby and shove it up his ass. I but even these <laughs> man, I'm super upset with this notice because I just thought about Damian Wayne and John Kent together. My ship is Damian Wayne and John Kent. Why do you do that to me? What does any of that mean, Zach? What does ship with my two ship mean? Is Damian Wayne and John Kent? Why do you do that to me? Uh, 
Some people be like, oh, look at that lovely, look at all the lovely relationships. Then Marvel or DC make a character anything but straight and suddenly it's off with your effing political agenda. It is political. <laughs> I, I don't, I, whatever. It's, I, I don't know. I'll never understand the world anymore. We've, we've, it doesn't make sense to me anymore, Zach. Uh, I don't even know what to say next because it really is. People are just so, I guess I'm not a Superman guy anyway, but I just feel like this is so stupid and people are like really proud. I just, I'm still hopeful that you're on fucking Twitter, which is like less than 1% of actual people in this country. Yeah. That speak the loudest. So fuck all these people. Everybody I know is still rational. Something that we already knew Superman John Kent as a bisexual. So people who read this comic had already been, oh, this guy's so bi anyway. Like, oh. So all this, all the straight people who were already already reading this comment, this comic, were like, oh, this shit's so gay. I don't like. You're telling me Batman's gonna step to Superman like that without any kryptonite on him? I don't like Superman. He's super gay now. <laughs> I bet, I bet he's bisexual later on in the Son of Cal L series. Look at this shit. I don't know. I guess this is this is the world now, Zach. We live in this world. That's and, B, that's BTS right there. They both look very BTS. Had to make a little doodle to celebrate the news. Esteban Apple says ZGZ DeVito. ZGZ DeVito. ZGZ. This is so silly. I don't know. I, I, maybe, I guess this was a big enough deal for people. <laughs> Ricardio. Batman has kryptonite lipstick on. Oh, and a kryptonite condom. He's ready to oh. take this fucking guy. So, I don't know. Terrible uh, as far as, I, I don't know. I, I guess not. Wait, what's that? What's that post? When it's two girls kissing, you're totally fine with that. Where? Right there. I don't know if that's what it said. I'm just assuming oh, that's why they, they posted all, a picture of two girls. They all say that. I don't know. It's people really in their feelings over Jonathan Kent News, DC Pride. I guess I don't care enough anyway. If that's their argument, boy, who cares? It's like, yeah, I don't really read comic books anyway. I watch the movies when they come out because they're big theatrical productions. However, uh, oh my gosh, bisexual youth. Zach. We're getting down <laughs> a rabbit hole. We're falling down a rabbit hole that I don't. we don't want to seem hateful, right? Yeah, it's uh, no, 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 thanks. And look, hey, if you like that, you like that. Good for you. They made it for you anyway. So, yeah, you should be happy. But I don't need to be happy. Right. Isn't that kind of the thing is that everybody gets their own. Everybody You're a cisgendered white guy. You've been happy your whole life. It's not your turn anymore. Yeah, it's no longer my turn. And I love. <laughs> hey, I have gay friends. I, I know gay people. I just think, why not make your own things? Why does it have to be? Oh, all the stuff that was for straight people. Now we need to make it gay. So, you know, even <laughs> Star-Lord, Chris Pratt's a Christian. Let's make Star-Lord gay. Like, that's just, you know, now they're taking little jabs just to be, hey, you better be like us. And if you're not, you're on the wrong side of history. Well, still holding strong over here. I'm going to keep wearing my mask, maybe a face shield. We're going to be all right. Yeah. Just keep uh, keep on keeping. What'd you, we get triple vaxxed. Did you hear about loud this Loudoun County thing, uh, this Loudoun County school rape? Did you hear about this? Loudoun County, or is that? Oh gosh, let me see. I, I, I only. Is this like the Duke rape case? No, it's a little worse than that. A transgender um person. Here, let me see if I can read this. Oh, great. Dispatch record. Uh, <laughs> dispatch records from Loudoun County Sheriff's Office suggest that a school administrator and a school resource officer did not act urgently to involve police specialists in a reported rape on May twenty eighth at Stonebridge High School. So. All of these things sound very 
like Loudoun County. But what, what state is this? That's what I don't know. I'm hoping that it would tell me, but it's not telling me. At 1.33 p.m., the uh, student... The Virginia. School, okay, perfect. Who works full-time at the school handling routine matters, but officially works as the sheriff's office. Uh, assistant principal of a student that has made allegations of possibly being raped or touched unwanted by another student a couple hours ago. Investigating at this time, and parents are and have been notified uh, by the administration. It is unclear whether the assistant principal learned of the rape a couple hours ago and whether the rape occurred, blah, 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 blah. So now this rape took place between a transgender woman in a real woman's bathroom, and apparently there were rapes happening, allegedly two rapes, Zach, but they're trying to almost cover this up because they don't want... They don't want it to come out because it ruins the narrative that transgender women aren't a threat to, to natural women in the bathroom. I I mean, when we were in school, I remember people getting their dick sucked in the bathroom. So Yeah, by by other, by the same sex or what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you don't remember it? Uh, yeah, I think it happened at Royal Oak after I was gone. Holy so shit, either. Royal Oak. That's Those are younger kids. That's, that's yeah. age 13 at the most. You were there. Who whose dick? <laughs> I don't know whose dick. I just know it was somebody at Charter's little sister. Oh, okay, I still don't know who it is. This is cryptic. It was a a water polo player's little sister. Oh, I still don't know who it she is. She had braces at the time. Oh, I still don't know who it is. <laughs> uh, so yeah, apparently this has caused a bit of a ruckus where now they want to make the uh, they they want to get rid of these bathrooms where hey. The women need a place to go to the bathroom again in protection of yeah. any, of anyone that has a penis because penises have a tendency to go into vajayjays a lot of the times, okay? And men have testosterone, Zach, and I've talked about this before. Women will never understand what it's like to be full of testosterone. Like a lot of these monsters that we hear about in the news, it's because they're full of testosterone. If men <laughs> didn't have testosterone, we'd just be little soy creatures walking around Minding our own Making business. out with Superman. Yeah, we, yeah we, <laughs> we'd be waiting for Superman to come make out with us. No, honestly, those guys have the most testosterone. They're so horny, <laughs> they're going to make out with each other. Like, that's horny. <laughs> like, that, applause to them. I've neither, neither of us have been that horny where it's like, I need me to make out with the nearest thing. Another dude, let's do it. So, yeah, <laughs> these guys are so horny that that's what they do. That's, that's testosterone, okay? It makes you do silly things. And... uh that doesn't belong in a female bathroom where there's already no testosterone. There's a lot of estrogen. There's a, men don't even go to the bathroom together. They don't even, Hey, I got to go take a piss. Oh, let me come with like, there's not even that. And then if we do happen <laughs> to be in the bathroom at the same time, it's not like we're pissing, looking at I'm each other. I'm going as far away as you. Yeah. Know, hey, as let's, let's talk as we do this. Like, no, we, we don't want, we don't let's um, just hold it. Let's hold each other's unless we're drunk, like outside peeing into like a, like a cavern. Then yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. I'll stare into your eyes. Oh, We're going to, yeah. We we'll pee we'll, at each other. We might as well play swords. So yeah, it's <laughs> like, that's different. This is a high school bathroom. And I like this whole story. Uh, they try to even not get the police involved in this, you know, uh, at seven twenty one PM, the FBI called and asked about the incident at Stonebridge <laughs> high school. Uh, uh, found through prior calls. Once the agent was advised it was a sexual assault uh, investigation, the agent said it would not require their help. So the FBI is even, hey, do we need to get involved in this or what? Uh, So the Attorney General uh, Merrick Garland... How did the FBI even hear about it? Oh, I'm sure... it goes through the chains, bro. Well, it looks parent, like, would you call the FBI? If there was so, it was being brought up at school board meetings on June 22nd, 
the school board meeting uh, that there had been no record of sexual assaults in bathrooms. The school system also reported uh, on required statistics to the state of Virginia that zero had occurred. So they were falsifying documentation saying that this kind of shit isn't happening. Meanwhile, there's evidence that it happened on May 28th. So they buried a rape at their school, <laughs> which is like unbelievably horrific for the victim. And another another instance of, hey, believe all women. Well, this woman was raped. Oh, but it was by a trans woman. So we need to believe her. We need to believe her as well. We can't take your word for it. We have to believe all women, not just the real ones. That's just, you're just transphobic. That's why you're blaming. It's got to be it. I'm not at all upset of that somebody raped another person. It's more that, well, it's a trans person. So, no, somebody got raped. It's always horrific. And, and it's, it's silly that here we are, we have a rape, and it gets buried by a fucking school in Virginia. <laughs> why? What is the, 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 what is the end agenda there that, oh, well, we gotta we gotta hire a construction company to make a third bathroom for the trans kids that we have now. I I mean Ricardio did have a good point. The FBI hears everything, so oh I, I absolutely they're they, listening they to this out. right now. I mean they're they're one hundred percent behind me. They're listening to this. They're like, yeah, you get them. The, we we already knew about it. So yeah, I think it's so silly that we live in this world now where rapes are happening. We're gonna bury them up because it doesn't fit our narrative, and. <laughs> We, but and Superman has to be gay so we can be inclusive for everybody, even if we alienate all of the people that are that are reading these things. So I don't know. It's weird times. Why not make a new superhero that is just gay? Make a gay superhero, and that'll be for the gay kids. Just you, push Deadpool. What the fuck? Yeah, push, he's already gay. Yeah, or make him gay, or get rid of his hot wife that died. Why are in they movie. discriminating against him? Get rid of his hot wife. Also, uh, Cybuk from Squid Game, very pretty. There's a scene where. She's like bleeding and like not wearing clothes. Very good scene. Oh, in the bathroom? Yeah, awesome scene. You just like her because she's got a super long neck. Oh, a good neck on her, does she? She's, you can see when she leans back. Oh, is that a tendency of mine or is that just a common thing? Dudes like long necks. I, I, I think it's a thing. Oh, it is now for sure. It is now. So. It's probably because like. I think you probably have to be pretty tall and skinny to have a long neck. So Jen Psaki uh, on the admin flying uh, border crossers into Florida and New York. We are talking about early flights. What does that mean? She's just saying, <laughs> she's saying, hey, we're doing this. They're red eyes, so you won't see them on your regular flight. Don't why, worry. Why is the administration flying thousands of migrants from the border to Florida and New York in the middle of the night? A reporter asked Saki. Well... I'm not sure that it's in the middle of the night, but let me tell you what's happening here. 2.13 a.m., 4.29 a.m., very early morning flights, the reporter said. (laughs) How's that not middle of the night? Well, here, here's what we're talking about. Early flights, earlier than you might like to take a flight, Saki reported. It is our legal responsibility, which no, it's not, to safely care for unaccompanied children until they swiftly can be swiftly unified with a parent or a vetted sponsor. Oh, a vetted sponsor, a.k.a. drug cartel uh, children trafficker. Uh, and And that's something we take seriously. We have a moral obligation. I like that even Daily Wire puts like her stuttering. Moral obligation to come uh, to come to do that and to deliver on that. What is happening? So I live in Dallas where they have brought several of the migrants here. Now, it's not like I have a a life that I run into people daily where I go, hey, are you, where are you from? So I don't live in that life. 
But you know, I do I do have a cousin who's a teacher, and she says that these students are they they join her class. You know, mid year, hey, got new kids for you. <laughs> these ones fun. are these ones are fresh. So do I need a little extra attention on the English. But it's odd to me that that just is allowed to happen, and that the Democratic Party, that Joe Biden, that Jen Psaki, that's just what they believe. It's our obligation. What's so bad about Mexico? What do but this is the same thing with the homeless people. Let's rip the Band-Aid off. Let's take the, the liberal blinders off. How do we fix Mexico then? If Mexico is the problem and America is so great, how do we fix Mexico? I don't think Mexico is the problem. I think everybody just goes through Mexico because you can just fucking walk across the border. So, yeah, even if you're Haitians, these Haitians that we've heard, you know, getting uh, not getting whipped by men. OK, they, the reins were shot at an angle. <laughs> That it looked like yeah. it was a whip. It was definitely a rain for a horse. So even with that in mind, uh, Haitians are coming across. The two Yemen terrorists were caught. All I'm saying is I'm pretty sure like the 6,000 people that I see videos of, they're all standing in a lake trying to like get into, the, get into America. Let's assume most of those are Mexican. People are leaving Mexico. People are leaving Honduras, whatever, Central America. What is wrong with those places? What do we do as Americans to make those places better? Because if America is so bad, they wouldn't be coming here. Um, <laughs> and all I'm thinking of is uh, the video of that Native American guy that's like, hey, colonizer. And he's, <laughs> you know, and I'm looking at him thinking, you know what? He's right. We need to keep this manifest destiny thing going. And I think <laughs> we just take Mexico. If we're that much better, why do we not just expand? I don't want to deal with the fucking cartels. I at this point oh, though, easy money. That's so easy to get rid of those guys. We, we, now the, we're defunding the police. This is America. I'm pretty sure once we get everyone on board, once we hire these immigrants to kill the cartel, they'll easily turn on the cartel. We'll be fine. If you had to pick one like police or military thing to send in for the cartels, who would you send? Oh, Jason Statham. No, I would send. Uh, <laughs> the I'd Rock. send. I'd send Mike Banning from. Uh, Lund, uh, Olympus has fallen because he just seemed to have that whole thing figured out even before like the terrorists showed up. You know, he's he's just there to protect the president, and then boom, he saves the day so violently and so eloquently. Remember, he kills that guy, and he's got two guys tied up, Zach. Right, they're both tied up, and he's gonna do interrogation, and he kills the first guy, and he's like, oh. I guess I'm a little rusty at this. And I just <laughs> like, oh, what a great movie. Because now the other guy is like, oh, my gosh, he's going to kill me. So amazing movie. That's why I'm sending to fight the cartels. As far as an actual real, th there's got to be so many. There, there's so many SEAL Team 6s that I don't even know about. They're sending somebody Delta in there. Force. Yeah, somebody can get in there and, and get it done. <laughs> I, but at this point, honestly... When they come across the border, give them a social security number and start taking taxes from them. Just make them citizens immediately. Yeah, or yeah, or give them a fucking work visa or something. I think we just take America or we take Mexico over. The problem with giving them social securities is they're going to vote Democrat. <laughs> so that's we they can't fucking already. If they're voting Democrat, they're in a place that already allows them to vote. So why does it fucking matter? Uh, that's a good call. Well, a lot of them are coming to Texas, and that's kind of the. I mean, even uh, Governor Abbott, his his big thing is, okay, well, that didn't work. Let's get some horses out here. And <laughs> then the federal government's like, take the horses, which is like, No well, horses anymore. It's like, horses need jobs. These horses have more jobs than Americans right now. Think so, of how much a horse costs versus now, like, the ATVs and equipment they have to buy. Oh, yeah, gas. Well, oats are expensive. you got to feed a horse. Ivermectin, you got to de- put more fucking uh, drones up there. That's all you need. 
Oh, yeah. Like the, the, the ominous drone that's just hovering over the crowd. Ugh, yeah. Well, then, do course, they they need to fire missiles like not at people but in the middle of the desert every <laughs> randomly? I think that'll work. Landmines, landmines would work too. You watch one person <laughs> blow up, you're not walking past. Works that for thing. North Korea. So yeah, absolutely. And and I know there's kids, and that's the other thing. But that's people trying to get out, not in. And people always say, oh well, there's kids there, and, it, and you know these these kids are being abandoned by their parents. And again, this and sounds, they're also just fucking the cartel taking kids so that they don't look like. Yeah, hey, this is my son. I need to get into this country. It's like, okay, well, is it actually your son? Probably not. But you're just trying to what get into What about the 10 country. pounds of heroin strapped you like? Yeah, I don't worry about that. It's a tumor. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. I'm here for the healthcare. We're in such a silly era of, of America where, and again, the marketing campaign behind the Democratic Party is phenomenal because to hear Joe Rogan and to hear everyone that I've listened to, the last three episodes I've listened to have all been people trying to tell me, well, you know, I'm left-leaning or I'm a Democrat. I've never voted Republican. To hear these people say these things out loud and not realize the affiliation between the border crisis, gas prices, homelessness, everything that you can strap that to is is liberal or Democrat. Like, I don't know what you, what you strap to Republicans or conservatives and say this is a huge issue. Is it Abortion really, and gun deaths. Is that what it is? Well, you, how do you do gun deaths? Because... The majority of gun deaths in this country. 300 million Americans have died from gun violence. Yeah, but were they all registered weapons? <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> so, I, I mean, that, that's just a Joe Biden stat. 300 oh, million that's Americans. Right. 300 million Americans. That's right. That, Everybody died from guns. You know that also 350 million got vaccinated, which that's pretty yeah. sweet. You know, we got. Well, I yeah, the census. That's the thing, though, is the census says there's 330 million Americans. There's probably well, like better than Spliff says white able. people existing is the rights problem. Apparently, yeah, that's yeah, that's, a, that's a, well, the right loves the white. That's that's uh, <laughs> the conservatives seem to be. That's like the big stigma for them is like, oh well, uh, they only like white people, and I don't know what that. I don't know where that comes from. That's what I mean. The marketing campaign behind being a liberal is so genius. It's all, it's all, instead of being, it's all headlines and hashtags is if it was just, Hey, these guys like too much freedom and accountability and just do your own thing. This is the freest country in the world. You don't even need a government. Really. You just need someone to build roads and have firefighters and police officers and, and ambulances. Yeah, somebody to answer fucking nine one one when I call. Like there's so many basic like things that I think our tax dollars should go to. And then you have the, this liberal agenda where it's, uh, no, we don't want to build a wall. That's racist. Or no, we don't want to make homeless people stay off drugs so they can get jobs and apartments. Like that's racist. Like it's we have this weird thinking. Even even that book that the guy wrote about drug addiction, they they don't even want to refer to these people as addicts. They they tried to tell him to change the word addict <laughs> to substance abuse disorder. And it's like, okay, let's settle down. You're just making it one word into three words. Like when people are saying alcoholism is a disease where, oh, we put ism on it. It's a thing. It's You have to take it as serious as, as everything else. And, yeah, I get that it's an addiction, but well, let's just call it that. Why do we have to – oh, we got to put a label on it. Everybody wants a label. Grab your labels at the door. It's it's bizarre to me. that I. But, again – My label is vaccinated. Do I, yeah, do I call – I might have to just text Jason real quick. What do people think Republicans are like? What is the evil that they're affiliated with? Because you say gun deaths. I bring up Chicago statistics and say, look, these are not 
<laughs> these guys didn't go to Bass Pro Shop and buy these guns, all right? <laughs> I, I don't disagree with you. I'm just telling you what they no, say. No, I know. I know you're not disagreeing. I know you're more red pill than me. You're wearing a mask every <laughs> podcast. That's how red pill you are. So, well, you, you also, they don't say it in the mainstream media. You know, most anti-vaxxers are liberal, so. That's what I was going to say. Is every, <laughs> Now, I know a few. Now, this is a serious thing. I'm being serious. I know a lot of conservatives who are not getting the vax. They just don't believe in it. A lot of my friends are 30 years old, in good shape, no need to get vaccinated if they never got the virus. But, just like my wife. But a lot of my friends who are Latino, who are black, don't want to get it. They just don't want to get it. And it's the same thing. I'm young. I'm healthy. What's the point? Like, I, I don't see why I would need to Before get it. Before any of this shit started, think of who anti-vax people were. They were primarily liberals. Oh, sure. Progressive. Yeah. When Trump was making a vaccine, it was, oh, I'm not getting this thing. I don't trust it. <laughs> then as soon as Biden's president, it's the same vaccine that Trump was having rushed. <laughs> oh, we're rushing it. And they were all, get vaxxed. <laughs> was it? Was that the awesome Joe Biden meme of him looking so angry, <laughs> telling everyone to get vaxxed, looking like an idiot? Well, like, it's much worse if there's a hurricane and you're not vaccinated. Yes. Oh, my gosh. You do don't not, forget. You do not want to be unvaccinated uh, you, who cares that your house is gone? Possibly your family's <laughs> been injured or hurt. If you're, you're probably not flooding vaxxed, and sewage from if, flooding. If we got to put you in, if we got to put you in some sort of camp with a bunch of other people, you're dead. This is it. This you're is you're, you're dead and you're killing other people. When was this? This is five months ago. I wanted to see. There was one where he was, maybe this is it. He looked so mad and he was just, you know, because. To him, he's being handed these note cards and, you know, okay, here's what you need to say. Here's what you need to do. And <laughs> he's pushing this hard, bro. And, again, I don't know if people even know why you need to get vaccinated. Like, I'm vaccinated because my mommy asked me to get it. Like, that's the only reason I can give you. I don't really have, like, a, oh, I, like, I think that COVID is real. Obviously, you saw what happened. Now you're <laughs> vaccinated. You're, you witnessed it and said, that's not for me. So <laughs> yeah. even if this vaccine does, because everyone's saying, oh, well, it's only 74% effective now. I don't even care. I just got it to get it. I got it. It's over. Um, uh, you should, that's why you got to get the Moderna, bro. Moderna gang. Oh, Pfizer gang, 100%. I'm not getting my, myocarditis because like, you almost you had a rough first day. I I, had a, <laughs> I went to work the next day. I, I, at least I survived that much. You were, you were down for I the I don't count. remember most of the next day. <laughs> See, that's how much pain you had. You were falling apart. I was sitting there at work just kind of sleepy doing this the whole day, moving my arm up and down. So I got vaccinated, Zach. I, I had my two weeks for my second dose. I think what I think my experience with the vaccine, though, what I will say for people that are like anti-vax is I think people are assuming you get it. And like for the next week, you know, immediately if you're going to die or not. And that just didn't happen to me. The vax happened immediately. Um, you know, it just went in. And Ricardo brings up the point of like, yeah, in 40 years, that's when the side effects will really kick in. And sure, possibly, but also, I mean, I drink in 40 bang. years, I'm going to be fucking 90. What I, do you? I drink bag okay. energy drinks and those will probably do yeah. the same thing. So that's the other thing is like, if, if the, the vaccine don't get me, uh, I, this Delta eight probably will. So it's there, there's, <laughs> I'm going to Ricardo. It's going to happen. Eventually there's going to be, I'm going to die from pandemic. cirrhosis way before this yeah. vaccine. And, and look, I value life enough to the point where it's like, look, I'll be fine. I'm trusting God. He gave me, he put this vaccine here. I'm taking it. So <laughs> now and, did I, the serious question, did you get the second shot in the same arm? Yes. Same arm boy. Yeah. Right arm. Oof. Get it done. 
because I got the left arm is for for uh, for writing. I got to write with this arm. I got to do things with this arm. If you're left-handed, yeah, I've been left-handed my whole life. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, forever. Day one, I have a I have a, a first-handed. First Why did you jerk me off with your right hand that one time? Though? I only used the the good arm for me. Oh, uh, it's because yeah. you don't want it. Yeah, you don't want to touch yeah. stuff with your main and hand. This is the main hand. Also, I kind of am getting like a weird like like. Uh, like scar on this hand. I don't know what that's from, but it hurts. Dude, I split my finger open yesterday, dropping a weight on it. It's great. See, and you're vac, so you probably bled it. You probably bled out. So there was blood everywhere, and I went to the front desk. I was like, "You have a band aid?" She's like, "Oh yeah," handed it to me and saw my finger. She's like, "What you're, happened?" You're living in a COVID land, and you're going out and working out. Hell yeah, with the mask. <laughs> with the no, mask. Trust, I don't wear a fucking mask. Trust the mask. Yeah, no, it's it really is. Uh, interesting to to hear. Like, this is a bit, everybody. Yeah, he's fine. But the the getting getting vaxxed, you had the you were sick the next day. I was fucked. Yeah. Like it was as sick as I've ever been in my life. But like you said, twenty four hours after I got it, it like just all went away, and I was fine, which was really weird. Well, and if I could tell more vac stories, when I got my vaccine, I was eating wings, French fries, and drinking beer uh, <laughs> with with my stepdad. And you know, I, I had gone over. It was the first week of the NFL season, so I'm sitting there drinking beer. I'm, and I even said like, I don't want to get vaccinated, and like, I don't want to drink before I get vaccinated. And he goes, I drink before I got vaccinated. I'm fine. So uh, we're sitting there drinking, having a good time. I'm drinking Bud Light Platinums. <laughs> and I probably have three of them or whatever. And then it's like, okay, time to go get vaccinated. And I was so thirsty because, you know, <laughs> when you're sitting there drinking and eating, you don't realize how dehydrated or thirsty you get. So when I got to CVS, I was parched. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I need to, <laughs> I need to get something to drink. So I got vaccinated first. And then I walked over to the fridge and got something to drink. But uh, I just felt really, really like dried out the whole night. So when I woke up and my arm was killing me, I just was drinking water all day just because uh, I have that in my brain where if I don't feel well, I'm just going to piss it out. So <laughs> I just was, I probably, drink. you kept, you told me that probably 15 times. You're like, drink water. Yeah. Like anyone, Stay hydrated. anyone out there, if you're ever sick, just drink a lot of water. Like, <laughs> like I'm pretty sure like I am not a healthy man by any standard, but for some reason, all my vitals are good. And I chalk it up to I drink probably a gallon and a half, maybe two gallons of water a day. <laughs> That's and, a lot. And people will tell me, yeah, you're going to get water poisoning. It's like, well, fucking prove it because it hasn't happened. So I'm thirsty. I drink a lot of water. Plus, I've been eating uh, sunflower seeds. Those make me really thirsty. But for the, sec <laughs> the second vaccine, it was a little it, it was like I, I was prepared. I had been drinking water all day. I've been drinking body armors all day. Had a coconut. And was it better? Had a coconut water before I got. Dude, I was so hydrated. I was preparing like I was gonna run twenty six point two. Like I just drank. So, <laughs> I got so hydrated, uh, probably even overhydrated, where my piss was clear. Like I just thought I'm gonna have be so full of electrolytes that nothing is gonna get me. I can have a hundred sunflower seeds in a row, no dehydration. <laughs> I see. That's what I'm. I'm banking on was like. I lost fucking eight pounds during this whole thing because I just, like, wasn't eating. I was so yeah. fucking stressed out. So I lost eight pounds. I hadn't worked out in two weeks. I was eating like shit. I was dehydrated as fuck for sure. When I woke up in the middle of the night with chills so bad I couldn't breathe, I didn't take ibuprofen. I just, like, sat there 
under the blanket and suffered like a man. <laughs> and then I got up the next morning. And you're like, fucking drink water and shit. And I didn't drink fucking anything. So I'm hoping I can be more prepared this next time. Yeah, that, that would be honestly number one advice is for anyone out there who gets it so much water and not just water because I even argue with people like if you do drink too much water and nothing else, it does mess you up. Like yeah, you need body armor. You need a body armor. I'd even throw a Diet Coke in there. For kids at home <laughs> to, to get on the Donald Trump plan because you caffeine because even like I always I argue there are times where I am dehydrated and just water is not enough and i will look around like what do i have and i'll even have like a glass of almond milk and linda's like that is disgusting it's like look i just need to mix it up because just straight water I, like i'm just pissing this out i need salt i need something else to, to add to this hydration this hydration station so i that's my big recommendation for everybody if you do get it and yeah in 40 years and ricardio brings up a good point like the whole tostigi experiment uh where they you know they weren't giving anyone uh what was it um penicillin like, here we are. We've tested these vaccines for hundreds of years. We just didn't know it. I, I got to find where Biden says it. President making some scheduled comments on the COVID vaccine response. COVID. The COVID vaccine. safe and schools open. Open. Oh, God. Four, increased testing and masking. Five, protected the economic, our economic recovery. And six, <laughs> improved the care for people with COVID-19. Now, we made... Wait, so he's saying getting vaccinated will improve the, the economy? Because... Aren't they making it so you have to get vaccinated to go spend money in the economy now? Like they, they're shutting down the economy in a way by laying off people because they're not getting vaccinated. They they say things like that's what I love. Is the creating this, job openings. This guy says things, and and Democrats will say things. Like it, he, I think you brought this up to me before. Like honestly, yeah, universal health care, like socialism, sounds awesome. Like, none of us have to really do anything. We all get money. This is going to be easy and way better. But it doesn't work. And <laughs> when you look at it from, like, when you're when you're in it, when you're in the circle, you're like, this is outstanding. I love it. And then when you look at it from an aerial view and we're in the shape of a burning cross, suddenly you're like, oh, this isn't good anymore. <laughs> and I think that's the problem is hashtags and headlines where people see the headline, you know, getting vaccinated will stimulate the economy. That sounds awesome. Like, Absolutely, I'll go get vaccinated. But then when you actually read the fine print and you're thinking, well, hold on, you're laying off 1,400 hospital workers. You're making it so everybody has to get this thing. If they if they don't get it, they can't go to Lakers games. They can't go to – even the Dallas Mavericks, I think they're trying to do a vaccine mandate for American Airlines Arena. So there, there's all of these different little things that, there's, that they say this. Meanwhile, it trickles down to all of these things. And these are all real huge problems that they're just saying, oh, well, hey, we're going to stimulate the economy. Well, hold on. Aren't you not doing it? Get vaccinated. Yeah. I, I, I think we can all agree I'm very pro-vaccine now, but I will never be vaccine mandate. Oh, hell no. Yeah, no it's way. It's fucking stupid, especially for kids. But everybody who asked me i'll tell you go get fucking vaccinated now my <laughs> wife was 33 with no health conditions ended up in the hospital yeah but yeah all of the all of this shit is stupid especially that they just ignore people who have already had it have better immunity than if you're vaccinated yeah it just ignored it doesn't it make cuz if the point of the vaccine if you if you get a positive antibody test you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want 
And and honestly, I'm maybe their argument is do it all, and because I've even thought that too, where some of these places do have like the antibody infusions that you can go get into your arm. Maybe people are doing that, getting vac- they're getting vaccinated, they're getting COVID, so that way their their body is used to it. So I don't know. It just seems so. It, it, the whole point of a mandate really does feel. It just feels so tyrannical without really any evidence to to do this. Like if it was now, first of all, can we get mad at Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson and Johnson? for not making a vaccine that just eradicates this fucking thing. <laughs> What's the point? Why? Like, maybe that's the reason why nobody wants to get this dumb vaccine. It doesn't do what an awesome vaccine would do. Like how awesome would it be if I could just get a shot and never worry about this thing again, but no, Oh, it only lessens your symptoms. It's like taking Advil before you sprain your ankle. Like it's none of, <laughs> none of this makes any sense to me as far as why would you mandate a vaccine like this? Cause it only protects the person who gets it. So you're well, real Sanjay did have some good points there though, man. Sanjay Gupta. Yeah. Like think about when you're a kid, how many fucking, I don't know, Tdap shots have you gotten in your life? Is that the tuberculosis one? Sure. I've gotten a couple of those. I had a kid. Like they... most of them are series of vaccines spaced out. And he's just like, we don't fucking know how often you should get these, but that's why I got the Moderna, bro. It's showing after six months, it's still like 95% effective. Dude, so what's, the, what's the Pfizer at? Where are you hearing these numbers? Because I'm hearing it's just... Pfizer's like 80s. Oh, perfect. That's Because the look, Moderna is three times as much shit in it. Yeah, that's that's what I didn't want. That's, that's why I couldn't breathe in the middle of the day. Yeah, <laughs> well, and that's the one where... Esteban Apple says that certainly does not look like my president did Donald. Shout out to did Donald. Yeah, I kind of miss the Donald. And you know what I do Donald. like about listening to Rogan? He does call him President Trump. So he's a, he's a righty. Only righty's calling worried. President Trump. I'm just worried he's going to be too fucking old in 2024. No, he'll be fine. Although he looks amazing. Uh, is it going to be him? For if sure? we elect this fucking skeleton, then why not? Yeah, who cares? What's what's age now? I mean, this guy's. You can be ninety years old and be cognitive, and I'll be, I'll vote for you. This guy. Yeah, my grandpa's like. My grandpa's like. I think he turned ninety nine. But this is what the people wanted. Okay, eighty one million people voted for this guy. I've met th- four of them. I know. I know some people who've done it, and I know that I don't really. And did, were they just anti Trump? Um. Or do they actually like him? I think, yeah, probably more anti-Trump than anything. Because I even think, like, I don't know what anyone likes about this particular Does guy. Does anybody like him? The only, Did anybody vote for him? I know people that love Kamala Harris, so that was a big selling point Oh, for the them. person we haven't seen since they've been elected? The person who was going to lose the primary is suddenly the most popular female in the world. Uh, and I just, yeah, so th- that's that's one of those interesting hypocritical things you hear and uh, I, yeah, nobody liked like I even yeah, I remember even texting Jason the night of the election and it wasn't so much that he was excited Biden was going to win. He just him and oh my friend Chelsea. She was very much like at least we're not a joke anymore to the rest of the world. And now I would argue we're <laughs> a way bigger joke. <laughs> now yeah. I think we're actually kind of funny where previously I thought, hey, we're actually, you know, we're pretty dominant in the world right now. People can keep bitching about all these things that we have and all these problems that we have, but we're still better than you. And now I just think we are so silly. We're still better than everyone, but we're way more silly about it. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's a fucking joke. Come on. Yeah. Let's, I got to hear it. Let's, 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 I, for, I've made it 30 seconds into this video. Important <laughs> progress uh, on each front. And this week is planned. We took a key step in protecting the vaccinated with booster shots. Hell yeah. 
which our top government doctors believe provides the highest level of protection. Now, I, I like that Sanjay, here we are 30 seconds in, I pause it again. I do like that Sanjay Gupta did say that he almost was mad at the government and mad at Biden for they were the ones who announced the booster shots. It didn't come uh-huh. from Pfizer or Moderna or the CDC or anyone else. Or the else. FDA. Yeah, or the FDA. It just came straight from this guy. Hey, I'm the president. Uh, you guys are going to get boosters. Hey, I'm Jen Psaki. You're going to get boosters. Like, I think that's another big issue here is people don't really trust this guy. At least half the population doesn't. And now this is the one telling us we're going to need boosters. He is feeding the anti-vax narrative because the anti-vaxxers already don't like this guy. At least most of them don't. Um, the minorities like this guy. And they're, they're, they're feeding into that narrative of like, oh, look, you need a booster anyway. Now you're going to get triple vax. I think this is such a the way that he's doing this is making us more and more divided. Yeah, the fucking top-down dictator. Oh, sure, 100%. Available to date. The Food and Drug Administration, the FDA. Yeah, we knew what that's what it The Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC. Boom. They completed their independent Center of Disease Creation. Hate this guy so Based much. on that review, the majority of Americans... Oh, yeah. who were fully vaccinated with the Pfizer vaccine. Yeah, that's me. Are now able to receive the booster shot oh. six months oh, okay. after they received their second shot. Okay, cool. Six that's months me. after you still got a while. the second shot, yeah. you're eligible. I got five and a half months. Those eligible include, in addition to meeting the requirement of six months after the second shot, those people are 65 years or older. Adults yeah. 18 and over with certain underlying health conditions. He's like got a flag pin. That's pretty cool. And those who are at increased risk of COVID-19 because read the prompter, where read they the prompter, work read or where the they live, like healthcare workers, teachers, grocery store workers. Stay awake. Stay awake. That's <laughs> over. That, that group makes up 60 million Americans who Hell are yeah. now eligible for a booster <clears throat> six months after their second shot. And up to 20 million who will receive their uh, re- receive their earlier Pfizer shot yep. at least six months ago are eligible today. So those January, February, those folks are eligible now. Oh, that's now. cool for them. And I've made clear all along. My mom the got her decision booster. of which booster shot to give, when to start the shot, and who will at get At that lunch and learn we did at my job, we had people asking, hey, I got Johnson & Johnson, but if you don't think it's as effective, should I also get Moderna? I'm like, damn, like there's people that are anti-vax and then they're trying to die. Yeah. Like, no, I need more vax. Like, Hey, I got Moderna clots and myocarditis. Yeah. Like I, yeah, exactly. They didn't even touch the Pfizer one. They were so focused on, no, I want, (laughs) I either want blood clots or the enlarged heart. Those are my only two options. Meanwhile, the Pfizer boys are in the middle of the room with our 80% effectiveness, loving our B grade. We all got a B minus. We're loving it. And yeah, she's like, I got Johnson and Johnson. Do I also need Moderna? That just sounds so dangerous and silly. Or is that a really smart idea? Should I get all of the vaccines to prevent <laughs> COVID, or at least not even prevent COVID to lessen my symptoms? Because if one's eighty percent effective and one's ninety-eight percent effective, and the other is sixty percent effective, I I got good odds. Yeah, that, and that's what I didn't get. Sanjay was saying, like, you're six times less likely to get infected if you're vaccinated. Which is not true, right? So which is it? Yeah. I don't know. I thought it just lessened your symptoms. I didn't know it was a less likely scenario because from what I've seen, it doesn't. No. Well, that 90, that, that percent effective is against getting infected. Oh, thank goodness. Not like 
of dying. So of does not it? Dying. So does it prevent the spread then? Because I've been told it doesn't prevent the spread. I've had the CDC say it doesn't prevent the spread. So that's the other weird thing with these vaccines is, oh, they're sixty five percent effective, and it's like at what? Because now when you tell me that percentage, I thought it was 65% less likely to go to the hospital if contracting COVID-19 or even noticing that you get COVID. Because I think that's the ultimate end goal, right? Is that what he's, that's what everyone's trying to do with these vaccines is if we have a hundred percent vaccinated people, if you get COVID, it'll be like getting a cough and you're like, oh, I got it. No biggie. But that's the issue with these vaccines is if that's what they're doing, like they're, why didn't they just make one that, yeah, made it less likely to get it? Why? why? So, yeah, the Moderna vaccine is 94.1% effective at preventing laboratory-confirmed COVID-19 infection. Sweet. After getting both doses. Who, who reported that? Uh, the CDC. Oh, thank God. We trust everything they say. It's <laughs> left to the scientists and the doctors. Yes. That's what happened here. And while we waited and prepared, we brought enough. We bought enough booster shots. When does he get mad? As soon as I can get it done. Of course, millions of Americans got the this Moderna and Johnson and Johnson vaccines. My message for you is this: You still have a high You're degree fucked. of protection. <laughs> Our doctors and scientists are working day and night to analyze the data from those two organizations Hell on yeah. whether and when. I'm a Moderna boy. I don't need a booster. Mine with false information. The fight against COVID-19. This is totally unacceptable. The vast majority of Americans are doing the right thing. Yeah, vast Three quarters majority. of the eligible have gotten at least one shot. But one quarter has not gotten any. And in a country as large as ours, that's 25% minority, can cause an awful lot of damage. Hell yeah. Oh. causing a lot. Take that quote out of context. What the fucking porter? This is why, like, (laughs) now look, I try and give this guy any bit of credit anywhere I can. Like, I even when I saw him with the flag pin, I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. He at least does that. Like, there are times where I try to like my president, but then he says things that are so stupid that, like, this is the stupid things that people were hearing. Right? Is that what it is? Like, when people would, when liberals would listen to Trump, they would go, oh, what an idiot! He said this. I just heard this guy talk about, you know. One fourth of our population being unvaccinated is a real problem. Meanwhile, we're letting hundreds of thousands of immigrants into this country that are not vaccinated that could be testing positive. We don't even know. And it's this is insane. It's it's completely bass backwards where you're targeting people that don't want to get this vaccine, but you're not forcing every single person who crosses that border. Just jab them up real quick. And hey, you got to get your second dose. Come back in two weeks. Like do that then. Skim the Johnson Johnson. One yeah, one shot him. I, I I don't understand that. Well, they got to come back in two weeks for their their court date anyway. Oh, so tie yeah, it all we'll see in. You then. Tie it all in. I I do I do understand though because I can't even stand listening to this fucking guy talk. So I'm sure there's a lot of people the same way with Trump. I mean, it's got maybe that's exactly what it is because I and I sit here and I go, this is our president. Let's show him a little respect. Let's I, even though I have fantasy yeah. teams named dumb things again with his face as my logo. Even China though, virus. I think my I think my logo is still uh, or it's still him wearing a Trump hat on Discord. Like he is, even though he's a joke, he's a pretty big part of my life in a lot of ways. And hearing him say things like this and just not even understanding how dumb it sounds. And, and having people like this guy 
And, and I would love to hear people talk about Trump and really explain because I listen to those pod saves America guys. And, yeah, they hated Trump and they would kind of give reasonings for why they did. And he said he would Trump made a comment today that was 100 percent illegal. And, you know, they play <laughs> they play the clip. They would play the clip out of text. And it's like, OK, I mean, at least they're trying to make an argument for why they hate this guy. But this guy sucks. This Joe Biden. Oh, my gosh. Terrible. I have a minute left. Hope he gets mad. Vaccinated overcrowd our hospitals. Overrunning emergency rooms and intensive care units. Same things. Leaving I can no say it's true. But, the, but, but I love when people do that, though. It's one thing, and they need to make it more things. Like hospitals, intensive care units. Like We all know ERs and urgent cares are different. They're all pretty much the same. Him saying it the way he did was to make it sound larger than it is. Like It really is. We don't want to overrun the hospitals. We don't want to. Dude, I, I saw it first person, man. We waited six hours to get a bed for my wife. That's just because their COVID unit sucks. You got to go to a good COVID unit, Zach. That was after they were trying to transfer her to all the other hospitals, and then somebody got well enough to leave. <laughs> Someone's like, Deuces, you're going to have my bed. I'm out of here. Yeah. Uh, and But is it? they do have a COVID unit, right? It's not like a hospital hospital. It's the COVID unit. No, she's in the hospital. What's I mean, it? yeah, they like they picked a floor sure. to stick all the COVID people together, but there was like... It was eye-opening. <laughs> like I told, it took ten minutes to get hold of somebody on nine one one. You should have filmed it. I should have. I, I was too frantic. Yeah, because all the hospitals, yeah, all hospitals I call are still pretty empty. I want to see we, your COVID unit. We went unit. to the hospital. My wife got in an emergency room that was just a chair, and she was there for six hours. And then a bed finally cleared up for her to go to. I just bring my own bed. What's this about? Why do you guys care so much about beds? And that's so that's the other thing. I do call hospitals and community health centers, and they do say they have a COVID unit. So if you have a floor dedicated to just COVID and you are a 33-bed facility and you're dedicating 12 beds to COVID, then, yeah, you are going to have limitations and you are going to be full quick. But that just means we're not setting up other floors for COVID, which we could do if we had more staff. But we don't have enough staff. Yeah. See, it's all The emergency room is full as well. It's Well, I mean, people sprain their elbows attack or cancer <laughs> operation needed to get the life-saving care because the places where they would get that care are crowded they are not available we got to fix this health care system joe health care should be free okay and i will say i mean a lot of it is it's understaffed but does it really fucking matter whether it's there's no beds or no people uh i think so i think that if if there's people Especially like what he's trying to say right here. If you're a cancer patient, you can't go get help. There's oncology centers. Maybe that should all just be separated anyway. Maybe it's time <laughs> yeah. we do that. Where Yeah, maybe you shouldn't put people who can't get it, the flu in the same fucking place. Yeah, like I've always thought that too. Hospitals do seem like I've been to the hospital before. You know, I used to go to Kaiser Permanente. I did get, you know, I had a head injury, if you can't tell. I got hit in the <laughs> face by that baseball. I had to go to the hospital. I broke up a couple bones. I would go to urgent care. Got jumped. But, yeah, I got jumped. I went to the San Dimas Hospital. They tried to bill me $1,900. California Victim Compensation Program. To hit, hit the. If you're ever assaulted, by the way, don't pay for your medical bills. They were <laughs> – like I heard a story, Mike Steele from Jim and them. He got in a car accident, and he was hit by an uninsured motorist, and they slapped him with the bill, like, for the <laughs> hospital. And I'm like, dude, you live in Nevada. There's probably a whole bank account set aside for people just like you. And it, like, ruined his credit, ruined his life. And I'm just thinking, Sick. you got to go, you got to victim compensation that shit up. Like, there's no way you're responsible for that bill. They just want you to get 
in touch with the correct people that will handle the bill. So yeah, you got to know it's like uh, fucking the Incredibles. You just need to know the right form. Yeah. And, and also, <laughs> yeah. And it also <laughs> is, um, it's just very telling of, Hey, if this happens to somebody who doesn't know, or same thing with getting a job, like we talked about earlier, if you don't yeah. know this system, yeah, you just accept it as gospel and you just get in line. If oh, you, I'm applying for a COVID waiver for my wife. I'm not paying for that shit. Yeah, you don't need to pay for it. And that's, well, my buddy at work, his brother was in the ICU for 50 days and paid nothing. Yeah, you're not getting those bills. This is this is America. Take advantage. This is China's problem. This is not mine. I remember when I didn't get the the tax bonus or the, the stimulus from Trump uh, during COVID, and I didn't get like the extra $500. Even Kevin was like, Trump wants you to have that money. Like This country's the best. Take yeah. advantage of when they're giving you stuff like that. Your tax dollars are paying for it anyway. So Yeah, you're going to pay it back somehow. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, get a stimmy. This is yours. No, it's all, it was yours already. You're giving me 1400 of my own Give money me back. my money back. Thank Yeah, I appreciate you giving me my money back. So uh, is this where he gets mad, please? The unvaccinated also put our economy at risk, recovery at risk. Yeah. Causing unease in the economy around the, and uh, causing unease around the kitchen table. What? You can imagine what's going on in the conversations this morning and a lot of parents wondering what's going to happen. Now, I'm wondering if my kids are going to have to get vaccinated. fucking vaccinated. I was wondering what was going to happen when the Taliban took over Afghanistan, too. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know why some some families only talk about one thing. They don't ever talk about the entire world. Oh, well, I wonder what's going to happen with the economy if we can't get our supply. What is the how are you going to fix the supply chain, Joe? I wish I was one of those Fox News reporters sitting there. Like and just interrupt. I, you know, him on Rogan would be fascinating. Him on any podcast oh. where he didn't have the opportunity. This is this is a seven minute clip, six minutes thirty seconds. If he had, to I don't talk, think he can talk for three hours. I even, I even I someone cut together like debate highlights of you know Trump slaughtering Biden, and you know all the time all the things Trump said that was so true during the debates, like and and I even that form of here's your turn to talk. Here's your turn to talk. I don't even Come want on, that. Man. I want Joe Biden sitting down like Bernie Sanders did with Joe Rogan, sitting there and just having a conversation, answering questions, not having somebody come in the room and pull him away, not having Jen Psaki there. I want to. I just want to know how this guy's brain works because he says something stupid like that again, and I, you know, all these terrible things that have happened under his watch, and he's thinking that people are only worried about vaccinated people and how they affect the economy or unvaxxed people. Like you're the one who's closing shops down because you, Oh, they got to be mandatory. And I don't know Who what better the, than Spliff says, never forget Trump on Alex Jones. Trump, well, I, I gotta, I gotta watch that again. I only saw clips of that. I don't watch censor.tv, but I should. What's going to happen. Potentially slowing economic growth, costing you're, jobs. You're doing that. I never thought that once. Didn't he shut down the Keystone pipeline and cost like 10,000 jobs on his first day in office? So And partially why gas costs so fucking much? And that's the other thing. So when I was listening to that homeless guy. Yeah, I'm thinking about how much gas costs when I'm at the fucking breakfast oh, table. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I spent $33 today. Normally, Fuck, I don't want to drive to the office and it costs me like $5 to get there. And normally it's like $22 to fill up this car, right? Or normally when Trump's president, it's like $22. So now I'm spending an extra 10 bucks a week on gas, 40 bucks a month. Or maybe you could say 52 weeks a year, 520 bucks. So yeah, it does. It it rolls. Why don't people see that? It rolls. It has cost all of us. The refusal to get vaccinated has cost all of us. And I'm moving forward to vaccination requirements wherever I can. 
Yeah, These we know. Crimes will cover two thirds of all workers in America. Oh, they didn't show it. They probably cut it. Oh, I hate this guy. They pulled him at that point. <laughs> that Shepard Smith. He used to be a Trumper. Now he's on this CNBC. Isn't that isn't that him? Sure. I have no clue. Yeah, it, it's I, I can't. It's fun to watch him talk because it's clearly we just keep ripping into him, ripping into him, ripping into him, ripping into him. And I, again, who voted for him? I don't know a single person who did and like likes him. So I'll never understand it. I won't understand it. If you if you're a liberal. I, I want to hear the thoughts on how things are going or what you think. <laughs> like, as far as progress, people can point to a, a DC comic book and see two men kissing and go, how great is our country? Meanwhile, everything else is just so, like, like the immigration issues, the, the, the pipeline, the supply chain issues, uh, Afghanistan. There's just so many things you could point at as a non-liberal and go, what is this? Why is this happening? Isn't the president supposed to do this? But people must like this guy. I don't know what to, there is to like. I don't know. I'm looking up the approval polls, and these are so fucking skewed. Oh, we can no we can take one now. There's, he's got a zero percent approval for many of us, like, and, and, <laughs> and I like him. Let me say that again. I I saw him wearing a flag pin. I try and give him credit when I can. I just think he's the worst. I I just think he was terrible for this country. I think that this whole, I think liberalism for a lot of years was probably a good thing for this country. Just as far as some of the ideas that were put in, like, like if I, if you left this country to me, there would be like no government. It would really would be, Hey, everyone, we got to chip in to, to fix this road. And All I, I like, I want policemen. I want nine one one. I want firefighters. Firemen. I'll take even it. paramedics are private. They're not government funded. But I'll even throw some government money into a hospital just to make sure it stays open because it's not like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, not even schools. Schools should be private. Schools should be private. I agree with that. Uh, Although some people don't want to pay for them. And that's another thing is like, oh, well, now you guys are rich thinking that schools should be paid for. But you wouldn't be taxed on it. So I want like public places. I want parks. And you gotta want... you gotta keep in mind, yeah, everything that we're saying, like you would have more money because we're not taxing you for it. So that's the other that's the other problem with thought is oh we're gonna make you pay for school, and oh what you can't do that. Well you're gonna have more. I'm money. already paying for school. Yeah, my fucking taxes. You're already paying for school, so now you're gonna have even you're gonna have an option now. If you're a stay at home mom and you want to be a, a homeschool teacher, now you have the option, and you're gonna be making more money. Your husband's making more money now. So I, I think that a lot of people are blinded when they just see money coming out of their check. They just, oh, well, something happened. You know, <laughs> people are so used to just getting their check and assuming that's it. But I also do like your idea of like, I want options of where my tax money goes. Sure. Yeah, I would love to. Uh, uh, you know, there's little check boxes where you can kind of say like, hey, do you want to give money to this, to this, to this? And like, hey, do you want to give money to Planned Parenthood? No. No. Like, are you, you know, would you object if people did give money? No. You know what? If, if we, if we're going to have Planned Parenthood, they need to pay for it. Not me. Like, that's just, I believe yeah. that 100%. And as, as I get more libertarian, it's, you know, we're not going to stop all these her, her, uh, horrific things from happening. So the libertarian in me is like, you know what? Do do that. Whatever. Just- I think you should also with that, you should get priority. So like. If I pay for police and they don't, when I call 911, they should show it to my house faster. Sure. Yeah, maybe you get some sort of a coupon or something uh, yeah. that kind of shows, hey, you put your money here, you get this. If you're giving money to Planned Parenthood, they give you the illusion you, of- You get abortions first. Yeah, they give you the illusion of free abortions, even though you're just paying for it in your taxes. So <laughs> like, I, I think that's, hey, 
if that's the system we need to get to, I think that is fine. Because I do think there's a lot of people out there who, like when I hear cities are defunding the police and then you hear, you know, people in Minnesota are like running to their cars. Like it really <laughs> is. I don't think that person is behind. They're not for the Black Lives Matter movement or against it. They're not for police or not. They're just regular citizens who have lived in Therefore Minneapolis. Therefore, not getting assaulted. Yeah, they just don't want to be assaulted. They just thought we all lived in this utopia of, of freedom and that we could all just kind of, we're all going to take care of ourselves and that's it. But they didn't realize that meant other citizens would be attacking them. So I, I mean, that kind of sounds like freedom to me. Oh, it's a, yeah, it sounds like freedom where you can just beat up whoever you want. Just, but we don't live in a utopia. There are monsters out there. Read the Chicago Sun-Times once. And you'll realize that there's <laughs> monsters out there. Read the New York Post once. There's monsters out there. And I think the other problem with that liberal ideology of we're all in this together. Like, look, I agree with that. But you and I are in this together. Not everybody's in it with us. So I'm all for, <laughs> hey, I'm all for fixing the roads. I'm all for f- fixing the education system and the, and the prison system. I'm all for a lot of these things that you don't think Republicans are for. But you have to realize the people that aren't for any of this, they're going to create a problem. They're going to cause a real issue. And if our tax dollars are going towards women that are having six and seven kids and refusing to get a job and just living off the government and taking advantage of everything funded by the government, just living off the government pretty much. And that just means they're and and liberals get one vote from the mother. Now they're going to get seven from these future voters because they they saw the government was constantly helping them out and they never really had to work for anything because the government just kept assisting and assisting and assisting. It's just constant, constant, Zach. And I, you and I, we're going to fix it here, right here on the Red Faction. Sounds good, man. Let's fucking do it. Zane KX Caster Randy Orton. I'll be back tomorrow night for TWFS. Uh, Crown Crown Jewels this Thursday, Zach. You pumped up a little daytime wrestling pay per view on Peacock. Oh yeah, I'm totally not gonna watch that. You're gonna be so glued to the TV when you realize on Thursday, it's like Thursday morning, by the way, because it's happening in Saudi Arabia. So you're gonna be <laughs> like at home, uh, just kind of hanging out, avoiding the COVID bubble you're in. And oh, wrestling's on four hour wrestling pay per view. Let's do it. I know you. I know that. Fucking die. I know you're jonesing for that, so that'll be a lot of fun. I'll be back on Thursday for the Bound for Glory Go Home Celebration. Zach, Bound for Glory is. Let me get your opinion on this. We haven't talked in a while. I hope Gino's listening to this. Bound for Glory is TNA Wrestling's WrestleMania. It's their biggest pay per view every year. It's the one that they would save their biggest matches for. They used to have this thing called the Bound for Glory series which was like a three-month wrestling tournament that would eventually lead to one man getting a title match at Bound for Glory. So I just think of that. They dedicate three months to determining a number one contender for their biggest pay-per-view of the year. Sonic Gino says TNA. And see, Gino's even saying TNA because this is TNA's biggest show. Now imagine you're TNA, right? And you announce your show is going to start at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can't wait for your biggest show of the year. Saturday, October 20-something, 23rd, I think. And this is your biggest show ever, right? Every every WrestleMania is the biggest WrestleMania in WWE history. So <laughs> here's TNA's Bound for Glory. But, Zach, a curveball. All Elite Wrestling, uh, which is on TNT, which now has NHL on Wednesday nights or even the NBA on Wednesday nights, is going to bump Dynamite to Saturday 
That's the wow. same. That's the same night as your pay per view. So instead of saying, "Hey, we're TNA. This is our biggest event of the year. I, we know our fan base is pumped up to order this pay per view, and they're going to want to watch some good wrestling from from Impact Wrestling." Like that's what they think. That that's what I'm thinking they would do, right? Wrong. They hear AEW Dynamite is moving to Saturday night, and TNA says, "Okay, hey, no problem. Instead of starting at 8 p.m., we'll start at 10 p.m. Eastern." So that way you guys can do your show and we won't compete with your show. That sounds like a bitch move. A hundred percent a bitch move. <laughs> like that's, I've been yelling at the wall for three weeks about how TNA is such, <laughs> such pussies. Like why, why would you do that? Tell AEW, no, we were here first. Let's you put go on, head on. What let's are you put doing? on the best show in wrestling history called Bound for Glory. This is the event where uh, AJ Styles won the title. Sting has won the title here. I think Joe won the title there. We've had some of the biggest moments in wrestling history at this Bound for Glory. No, you guys are uh, you guys want to do a, a television show? Oh, Dynamite. Oh, okay. Uh, the second the the second or third highest rated wrestling show on television. Oh well. We better take our pay-per-view and move it two hours later to accommodate you. It's just so it's such a bitch move. I'm glad you agree because and I know I totally led you on that it's a bitch move, but it is. That's what I heard. It's a fucking bitch move. You don't change your biggest pay-per-view. Like did WrestleMania ever say, well, I mean, the NFL is going to or Major League Baseball is having having opening day this Sunday. We better. uh, What did WCW do? Oh, they wouldn't have done it. They wouldn't have moved. They would. They'd go fucking. They'd schedule it the same time on purpose. Yeah, and if WWE was like, "Hey, we're gonna move Raw to Thursday, Thursday, Raw Thursday to avoid Nitro," pff, Nitro would throw something on Thursday. Nitro's too. on Thursday. Yeah, hey, Thursday night Nitro. All right, we're going <laughs> wherever you go. We're coming with. All right, you think you're the only wrestling show in town? We're gonna fucking rent the arena before they do. I think it just proves that TNA kind of sucks, and I can't wait to talk about it on Thursday with Gino. So Zach. Before, Doesn't anything except AEW suck at this point? I think AEW is awesome. I think it's pretty much like I'm shocked how much I like AEW now. And even, you know, I, I try and like WWE, but I watched Raw live last night and the fans there. And, and honestly, probably a huge problem with WWE is the kids. It is for kids <laughs> because yeah. I'm watching Dewdrop and Shayna Baszler have a match, right? Now, us wrestling fans have been begging to give these women a longer match. Please give the women a longer match. And this match had moments where false finishes and submission holds, and the crowd is just sitting on their hands. They don't care. So us at TV, us at home watching on TV, we can all complain. We can all, oh, they're not giving the women a chance. But the people in the arena were like, can you guys get Randy Orton back out here, please? And, and maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's the problem is that wrestling on the, like the internet wrestling community is so in love with AEW and the fans that go to it are so in love. And maybe the WWE fans are just kids that are, hey, I have a Randy Orton backpack or, hey, I have a Drew McIntyre shirt. I want to go see my favorite wrestler. And I had a bunch of fiend shit and now I don't know what to do with it. And when they get there and they realize that, oh, there's other wrestlers that I don't really care for. They, yeah, they sit on their hands. They don't care about Dewdrop and Shayna Baszler. I can't take Shayna Baszler seriously after watching. She got finished by a leg kick from Amanda Nunes. Come on. Well, her even her wrestling career, she had like the longest losing streak in history. Like she was the <laughs> she was the women's tag champ, and she was also like I forget who posted it. She was like two and nineteen in her singles matches. Like she's sick. She just kept losing. Oh, roll up. Shayna's gonna lose. 
So, and I like WWE, and I want it to be good, and I want it to to thrive and be as good as I remember it. And there are times where I like when I watch WrestleMania, I was like, "Dude, wrestling's back." And then I watched <laughs> SummerSlam, and I was like, "Dude, wrestling's back." And it just seems like they they do such a great job at getting to these huge shows: WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Royal Rumble. They get to these major events, and you feel like WWE is the top. There's no better. And then the following pay per view is always so terrible. You're just like, why am I watching wrestling still? Like, I should definitely be watching. <laughs> and even when I watch AEW, I'm like, this is so great. They're not even building the the pay per views really. They have four pay per views a year. They're just building to the next television show. You just you can't miss an episode because it's weekly. Hey, I didn't. Hey, where was uh, you know, where was Kenny Kenny Omega? He didn't have a match tonight. Oh, he's wrestling next week. Cool. I'll tune in next week. It's just constantly you want to watch this show. Whereas WWE. Like I, I've missed several Raws like the past couple of weeks. I feel, and I haven't missed anything. Everything's the same as it was a month ago. Where Dynamite does, even though the champions are the same, there's constantly people shifting and alliances are happening, and it's very, very fun to watch. Yeah, I even felt like it, I jumped right back into fucking WWE, and it like wasn't a big deal. Yeah, you didn't miss anything. Omos and AJ are still feuding with RK Bro. Uh, Roman Reigns. I can't fucking stand that one. Roman Reigns has been gone for several, or not Roman. Brock's been gone for um, over a year. Shows up, he's still feuding with Roman. Kind of the same thing we've already seen before. It's just constantly, like the shows are really, really just placeholders. Until I think they could even get rid of Raw at this point. They don't even need it. <laughs> like just, just do Peacock monthly shows. Go New Japan with it. Just have like ten shows a month, and nobody, nobody knows when they. they there's no like weekly episodic thing anymore it's just hey we have a show this saturday you should watch it hey we have a show on tuesday you should watch it it's just scattered throughout the month there's like 10 shows they're all on peacock because honestly i'm watching these shows i'm watching raw and they have moments where like i just snooze you can leave the room and come back and not miss a thing it's great it's it's a very it's smackdown's a little different but raw is is, wwe back to doing shows that aren't televised yes they do have live events live events are back people were saying it was a bad idea but that's all they know i think they they love live events so much and as a fan who's been to several live events that weren't on tv it is really fun because it does feel like it's just for you uh storylines are kind of involved like when I went one time, I saw Kurt Angle and John Cena have a street fight. That was kind of their feud at the time, <laughs> and it was awesome. Yeah, I was there. Uh, fuck, I've been to too many at the fucking pond. Yeah, yeah. Anaheim. Did it? Wasn't it when? Uh... Oh fuck! I went to let, the Kane. Oh, I went to the Kane and Lita wedding at the pond. Yeah, so I, I, I remember, and that's that's even a RAW or something that I went to for that. I'm talking like live events. I went to like was UC- there was there one at the pond where somebody hit somebody with a car. I think that that Survivor Series wasn't at. I don't know. Did was that the Rikishi time or was that when I Austin think it was Rikishi because I don't remember when Austin got hit. I know, I don't remember. I remember people getting hit by cars, but I'm sure Gino knows. He's probably like uh, Christopher. Daniels. He's screaming at the fucking thing right now. Yeah, somebody's. Did he did he hit Stone Cold? Uh, Rikishi is the one who hit Austin in, in storyline, yeah. He did it for the rock. Meanwhile, Triple H told him to do it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know. It was very convoluted. I remember when Edge broke his neck, and they had a scene where he was laid out backstage. And when he returned, I was wondering, okay, who broke Edge's neck? 
and they just act like it never happened. Like it was, he just moved on completely from that. He showed up, he showed up way, way more jacked and didn't chase after whoever knocked him out. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited for, for wrestling uh, tomorrow. I got some stuff on Thursday and then, uh, bound for glory this Saturday. Uh, I will not be live after it or during it. I'll probably watch <laughs> it the next day. I'll, I might watch it during, but I don't know. I'm, what was once the biggest pay-per-view of the year, I'm really not excited for anymore. I don't know why. It really Them moving it back made me kind of think, okay, you guys don't take it seriously either. Dude, we, we do need to have a UFC watch-along because the pay-per-views coming up are going to be fucking ridiculous. Oh, which yeah, there, there's I I fall in and out of UFC so much. I like watching UFC. You and I have watched it together, dude. Two sixty eight on November sixth is Usman Covington. Oh, that's right. That's Thug Rose versus Wei Lee. Oh, they're they're running it back on the the Justin chart. Gaethje, Michael Chandler. My brother partied with Justin Gaethje. Michael Chandler's conservative. He's talking at something in Arizona that I got invited to. And by God invited to, I mean like it showed up on my feed and it's like, you're invited to this. Honestly. We do we we gotta do this super fight though. You got Oliveira versus Poirier for the championship. Wow, Poirier's getting the title shot, huh? Amanda Nunez is gonna kill somebody again. If you want to see a dead yeah, body. Yeah, a little squash match, yeah. Uh Leon Edwards versus Mosvidal. I fucking love Mosvidal. Yeah, but he beat up Jericho. I don't like him anymore. Uh, he's the best. Shane O'Malley's in that one as well. Well, hey, I'm all for watching any of these things, right? I Did you see how Fat Patty the Batty got? I didn't even, no. What does that mean? Are you talking about Fatty Patty from that show on Netflix? You know, you don't know Patty the Batty? The Batty? Patty Pimblet? I don't know these names. Patty the Batty. He's an MMA. He's, he sounds just like... He <laughs> uh, looks like Johnny Lawrence. Oh, he's got the sickest bowl cut. He got fat? He's from, uh, dude, he looks stupid. <laughs> he looks stupid. Like, he gained like 40 pounds like in a couple weeks. Oh, but he's, we'll have to figure this out later. Just go to images. Go to images. I Fuck. enjoy being fat. Come on, says. fucking Jamie. Look oh. at his face. Where is he? It was like Where? two weeks oh, after this, his this him right here? I want to see yeah. him shirtless. What is this? Look him? at the one below. Yeah. Look at his little shit looks fake. Look at his little belly. Hey, look, they got to cut weight, okay? This is the only <laughs> way he can be happy. He's like Demi Lovato, all right? But look at his bowl cut below that to the right with his arms in the air. I do love that haircut. He How looks, sick. He, he looks ridiculous. But he's from, uh, he's either from Manchester. I think he's from, Man he's got like a sick Beatles accent. Oh, okay. I can dig it. Yeah, I don't Patty really the Batty, guys. man. He's coming up. I don't know all these guys, okay? I, I, I'm a faux MMA guy. I watch, <laughs> I watch enough to get by to talk about it at work. But I don't know who Patty the Batty is. Uh, I don't know anything, all right? I just sit back and I enjoy myself. But either way, Zach, it's time to ride off into that sunset. I'm going to go finish uh, Squid Game. I can't wait to lay down. I drank pre-workout before we started because I was thinking maybe I'll work out. I'm so tired. Oh, my God. I, I worked I worked 10, uh, 10 hours today. I'm just it's, it's done, okay? We're done with all of this. Let's go. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's ride off into that glory. Like I said, everybody, I'll be back tomorrow with Kev Be Cool, White Sex, El Terrible, the guy you fucked over. <laughs> Go to Subscribestar.com, Subscribestar.com, slash Fleeties. Everyone go there. Um, 
because first of all, there's all the slams are there, all the hashtags and headlines are there. Zach, I'm throwing this for free because you're back. I'm throwing this on the podcast feed. Like I think people like this, and I think we just put it on here. I just I'll, I'll figure something out. I got some other ideas in the works. Everything I do though, I just want it to be free. Maybe I'll put all the archives up there, and that'll just be where those go. the watch alongs will be up there. They'll be on uh, subscribestar.com slash Fellinis. If you did not witness me and Gino watching uh, Bound for Glory 2011, it's there. It's there for you to live. It's there for you to enjoy. So you might as well do that. So, Zach, you have a good night, my friend. You and I will keep in touch. Stay COVID-free as long as you possibly can. Get uh, vaxxed, wear a mask. Yeah, and get hydrated, though, seriously. Like, (laughs) I know that Joe Rogan's all about being in shape and stuff. I'm just all about getting hydrated, right? Make sure you drink plenty of water. Have a good night, everybody. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Hi, it's Carl Deichler, CEO of Beachbody, and I'm giving away 10,000 free memberships a week to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition app. Pick any program and just follow it step-by-step, like 21-Day Fix, Insanity, P90X, T25, and Pio. These programs really work, and this is your one chance to try them for free. Go to BeachbodyFree.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.